Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. Think you know the Brooks Ghost? Think again. Introducing the all-new, better-than-ever Ghost 16. Now with nitrogen-infused cushioning for lightweight, supreme softness that feels good every step, every street, every single day. So go ahead, take your daily joyride in the all-new nitrogen-infused Ghost 16. It'll turn your everyday miles into everyday endorphins. Let's run there. Head to brooksrunning.com to learn more. Lucky Land Casino, asking people, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Sorry, I'm late. I just don't give a fuck. Hey everybody, welcome to another edition of Craft Brood Sports, brought to you by the Loudmouth Network. I am Mike, with me, as always, is my main man, Scott. This is Craft Brood Sports. Scott, ready to tap this cake of sports knowledge? You pump and I shall pour. Deal, man! I should also talk in the mic. <laughs> <laughs> ah, that's overrated, man. Yeah. <laughs> So I'm off my Wednesday game. I know, right? Off. It feels weird. Dude, it seriously feels like feels it has been forever as since if it's we've been, been an show. eternity. I'm glad we're back in the speakeasy, I you. man. Yeah, man. Cheers. Mm. <laughs> Cheers. <laughs> this one's good. Not it's gonna really, lie. It's really good. Uh, this is this is this is an IPA mm. with back on the IPA kick yes. here and this we we righted the ship uh, in a good way on mm-hmm. this beer. We'll talk about that one here in a second, but uh how you been, man? Long time no see. Pretty good, pretty good. How about you? Yeah. Oh, I'm I'm all right, man. I, I see you getting ready for uh, football season over there with your Notre Dame. I mean, I might as well fucking the Reds suck. So. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you know, I like that the at bat app just taunts me now because it's just like, hey, Bryce Harper hit a home run. Hey, Bryce Harper hit another one. Your team sucks. Like <laughs> that notification shouldn't be in there. <laughs> <laughs> Who typed that one in? Who's the smartass at MLB.com? <laughs> Oh shit! I love seeing Cheryl already, already uh, talking shit, talking on the Facebook. Hopping live. in, <laughs> say something. I'm giving up on you. That that may have been our quickest transition from um, going from live, going to live, to, yeah, to starting the show. Yeah, there's usually much more of a delay. Yeah, <laughs> you're getting quicker sharing those links out, man. Or you just stepping my game up, <laughs> or you just gave up. You're like, fuck it. Well, I gave up sharing it in 20 different places. <laughs> that, that got to be a little old. Shout out to Jordan for messing up the laptop. <laughs> it's nearly impossible to share out the link more than once or twice from the iPad. Yeah, that's brutal, man. Copy, paste. <laughs> Tyson's already starting, man. What have I been saying? Bryce Harper is the greatest baseball player of all time. <laughs> 
He was sending the Craft Brood Sports account messages during the All-Star game. Um, we'll talk about the All-Star game here. There's a lot, surprisingly, a lot to talk about this week. Yeah, for the slowest sports week of the year. Although I yeah. still feel as if right after the Super Bowl kind of sucks the most. Yeah. Even if there is regular season NBA and NHL. I mean, there's actual sports going on, whereas this week, once the baseball, once the All-Star game is over, there is really nothing going on. I mean, I know there's Wimbledon and whatnot, but there's really nothing actually happening game-wise. Yeah. I still feel like February actually sucks just a little bit more. Right after the Super Bowl, it just yeah, I can see that. Well, and it's, I mean, right now we're just stuck in like the middle of baseball, and yeah, with February, it's we're just stuck in the middle of basketball and hockey. So it's right. there's like two long seasons that you're stuck in the middle of, rather than just one long season you're stuck in. The yeah, middle. <laughs> it's all good though. All right, so this week uh, we got back on the IPAs. I almost got tricked again, but you, you did. didn't. You did not get me in Bev. You did not get me this time it's around. It's like navigating damn minefields <laughs> out there. I feel I like we even look at the back of the bottles and the and the packaging. Yeah, and they're somehow sneaking it in there. It's like underneath the bottle cap, so you don't know until you open. <laughs> and Beth got you, bitch. We sold out. That'd be awesome if when you opened up the beer, just a like a flag popped out like old school cartoons when yes. they shot the gun. It was just like, Bang. this is InBev. Ha ha. <laughs> You're like, fuck. Also, yeah. I was going to say this when you mentioned Tyson, but he just texted me and said, man, don't Thanks. you think Mike is kind of a white motherfucker? You Thanks, should Tyson. tell him your feelings Thanks, on the subject. <laughs> you Thanks, are Tyson. one white motherfucker. Ah, uh, yeah. I'm getting redder, though. Like It's, it's summertime. I'm a red motherfucker this time of year. <laughs> A slightly less white motherfucker. I'm like Sammy Sosa pink. That's like the low. Oh, shit. <laughs> what in the hell Dude, was that? I have no idea. I showed that to Alex. I was like, uh, who do you think this is? And she was like, I don't know. And then I showed her a picture of Sammy Sosa. I was like, this is the same person. And she was like, no, it's not. That's not the same guy. The meme game was Ooh, on been point strong. this week. Glenn Twitter, shared, Twitter blew up. Glenn of course, shared Glenn, quite a few the, with us the meme that game. I... When he shared the Napoleon ice cream one with us, yes. I I thought I was going to die. I, I also love the one with people saying, I want a 30 for 30 just called, <laughs> this is the same guy. <laughs> with the picture What if of I told from, you that yeah. this guy is the same as this oh guy? Oh my gosh. <laughs> what is Sammy doing? I don't know, man. I feel bad for him. I like, kind of do too, Chris. There's obvious, it's much like Mike. Yep. There's a super identity crisis. But at least with Mike, he came out and gave that fake ass, ah, I have the skin disease. Yeah. So you had something, even though none of us bought it. Nobody's talked to Sammy. Nobody's questioned. Yeah. He's just gone through this transformation. Right. And we're, everybody's kind of sitting there like, what the fuck's going on? Yeah, like, on? Uh, Sammy, you, you want to talk, man? Yeah. You, like, you got pink. anything you want to get off your chest? There was a... <laughs> Besides a, the pink color. <laughs> yeah, there was, a, there was a picture of him right next to uh, the Frankenberry mascot. <laughs> they look identical. It's kind of... It was hilarious and sad at the same time. <laughs> but yeah, man. Sammy's so sad. Oh, he is... Uh, yeah, Let me man. have him on the show. He talk, might, talk he to, might do it. He, that's the that's the saddest part. You know, nobody's asked me about this. <laughs> You've come a long way since forgetting how to speak English on Capitol Hill at the steroid <laughs> hearings. Let's talk about your skin color, Sammy. 
Jesus. Oh, man. Well, anyways, uh, so I almost got tricked into buying another InBev beer uh, this week. I, it was a Devil's Backbone IPA. And I was like, this one looks good. And I was like, nope, you did not get me uh, InBev. So I went with uh, an IPA from a very established craft brewery, Dogfish Head. They make some delicious IPA and some high-potent IPAs, We've too. We've had, what, this is our second or third Dogfish Head beer on the show. I don't think we've had Dogfish Head uh, yet Yeah, on we the have, because we had the Halloween one. The, oh, the one yeah, the we did. Beer. Yeah, we had their punk. That's yeah. right. But uh, that's that's all we had, right? I don't think we've had well, that's anything That's what I said. It was either the second or third. I, I felt like there was yeah. another one in there, a regular one, but I remembered specifically the pumpkin beer. So Yeah, you're right. We did have them in the pumpkin beer tournament. Um, Maybe I've just had a lot of dogfish at, I feel like. Yeah. I mean, they make <laughs> they make some really good ones. They make their 60-minute IPA, 90-minute, 120. Those are the ones that really get you hammered up pretty good. Uh, but this one is Flesh and Blood IPA, um, which... Very citrusy. Like, this whole beer is based This around, is how I need my IPAs, though. It is good. What, when you read the can, and it says it's got orange peel, lemon flesh, and blood orange juice. <laughs> I mean, that's what I need if I'm going to drink an IPA, because... It cuts There's like no bitterness. No, there is there is uh if you like hoppy IPAs, you're probably not gonna like this one because it also go fuck yourself. <laughs> that's that's mostly why I'm not an IPA fan, is because they're so hoppy. <laughs> oh shit. Uh this one definitely not hoppy. First taste, man, I am super glad I picked this one up. This well, okay, so what was the one that we did, the sculpin? Earlier in the Grapefruit year. sculpting. Yeah, that was yeah. back in what January when we had it. Yeah, somewhere and in there. And it tastes similar to that, but a slight bit sweeter because it's not grapefruit. It's got, you know, the, the blood orange, I think, is what I'm tasting. Yeah. I taste a little bit. It's got a little bit more flavor. That one, I really enjoyed as far as an IPA. Right. It was more bitter, like a traditional IPA, and that's just because of the grapefruit. Yeah, and that's what's weird about this one. Like, I when I saw the, the orange peel, I was like, this could be a little too, uh, like, um, um, Blue Moon is what I was thinking it might be. Mm. Like, a little too too much in that vein, but it's not. No. Like, it's, the no, there's no flavor that really dominates too much no. in this one. None of the, <clears throat> whether it's the hops or the orange peel or the lemon flesh or the blood orange, n- there's not one that takes over. Also, Joe, no, hops are not life. <laughs> He's a hophead, man. Shocker. <laughs> Joe's all about them hops. Uh, but yeah, man, I, I'm really pumped for this one already, and I'm a half, not even a half a beer in. It's very, very strong debut. Yeah. What's the, uh, what's the ABV on this one? I didn't even look. Good question. I didn't. Uh, we got uh, 7.5. Wow. Oh, shit. Okay. <laughs> wow. Did also. Not, did not expect that. Also cause... wouldn't have guessed that because, I mean, it is not. It is no, not boozy at all. No, it's not. It's not the least bit it's, boozy. In fact, this is the most flavor I probably have ever had for a seven point five. <laughs> I mean, yeah. seriously. Once we've talked about it before, once you get past that seven threshold, yeah, that's, that's where, where it, it starts, starts to, get. to get a little boozy. And I mean, I'd say the highest ABV we've had on this show that wasn't something on the extreme side, right? Of the, it wasn't in the, in the double digits. Yeah. Was probably eight, so we're only a half percent off of that. And you, those, you those would, eight ones, you would you never know. know you would never know. This all. is this is already I can tell a dangerous beer because I could get through these three quick. Oh yeah, because it, it also refreshing. This is not yeah. this is not just a sit and sit beer. Yeah, this is one I could down rather quickly. 
So a couple comments have come through. Uh, Bill, uh, our buddy Bill out in San Diego said, I hate both of you asshats. Thanks, Bill. Feeling is mutual. Love seeing you, man. Uh, Francisco, uh, late to the party. What's the beer? Uh, you're we're not still that late, man. About it, yeah, man. we're still hitting on it. It's Dogfish Head uh, Flesh and Blood IPA. We're we're getting back on hashtag IPA month. We we're just gonna extend that because my we've... fiance says I'm a lush, but <laughs> she probably says that while having a glass in her hand. So <laughs> love you, sweetie. Uh, and Joe, uh, Joe busted out the let's see how it holds up. You goddamn right, Joe. Let's see how it <laughs> holds up as always. <laughs> and, and let's get into upper deck. <laughs> That's a good spot to go for it. As always, Upper Deck is brought to you by Audible.com. Fans of Craft Brood Sports can get a free 30-day trial membership to Audible complete with a free audiobook download. Even if you cancel the membership within the 30 days, you still get to keep the audiobook. And all you got to do to get that free audiobook and that trial membership is head on over to audibletrial.com slash craftbroodsports. That's audibletrial.com slash craftbroodsports. Or just go to our website, craftbroodsports.com, and click the Audible Trial link in the menu bar. Well, here we are. The press tour for yes, the fight that we a year the, ago said we didn't think would ever happen. The more exciting part than what the fight is going to be. Yes, this is the part that I would actually pay the $100 for. Because it came out this week that the pay-per-view <laughs> for McGregor Mayweather is going to be $100. I'd rather pay $100 to watch just all the press conferences rather than the fight. <laughs> okay, so let me ask you this. Do you think, because you're not a Mayweather fan, right? No. Uh, do you think it's just the McGregor fans that are like, oh, I'm super pumped for these press conferences. The, the fight's going to be boring, but this is going to be fun, where like the Mayweather fans are the ones that are like, no, this is all just the bullshit. Oh, yeah, the it's Mayweather the fans are totally downplaying the press conferences because yeah. he's not really that great at them to begin he's with. He's pretty terrible. Yeah, he, I mean, I, I guess, you know, you let your actual skill do the talking, which is fine. But <laughs> I mean, I'm here. Yeah, I know. <laughs> I'm here to be entertained, and McGregor is fucking entertaining. Dude, he's Shit. so entertaining. He's so great. <laughs> but anyway, it started this week, but before they actually took the mic at any press conferences, um, he didn't disappoint. Uh, <laughs> right on the heels of this pay-per-viewing, as I mentioned, being announced as $100, and, and reports that... Mayweather asked the IRS to hold off on his tax pay- tax payments until after the fight. <laughs> I mean, I guess because he can't afford them currently is I the guess. rumor that's going around. Although I did hear somebody, you know, his lawyer, somebody come out and say, "Oh no, this is something that he does. You, you can defer it, and the longer you defer it, you can invest more, and blah blah blah." But it sounds like something you do only with you don't have enough money right. to pay him right up front. I mean, if you had the money for the guy that then like, just get him off your back, yeah, for the guy that flashes his his cash like Mayweather does. That seems kind of ridiculous. Yeah, seems stupid, but whatever. It's lawyer speak, so. Uh, but McGregor had this to say to TMZ as he strolled casually down Rodeo Drive with fans and media in tow. You, th- you think he'll take, he took the fight just to pay back the IRS? Like, give a fuck what he did. I don't give a fuck. <laughs> right. I don't care what he's doing. He should have stayed retired. He should have stayed retired. Adultures, right? He's fucked now. That's, that's he's the fucked now. Truth. Man, your videos are looking intense. You should have paid his taxes and stayed retired. Really? <laughs> so, so I n- kept my name out of his mouth. Right. <laughs> All right, champ. Enjoy shopping, man. <laughs> oh, enjoy shopping, bro. <laughs> All right, champ. Uh, we well, did. We did get a call, by the way, yeah, during fans. that. Uh, so we didn't keep the the line. I think that was. I think that job, was bro. my brother. Well, I can't. Mute the, I was tr- anyways. Oh, whatever. Was it just a convenient? It happened. It at just the same happened. Exact time? It happened while we were wow. playing that clip. Uh, but I, I think that was my brother. Call back uh, in a little bit here, bro. <laughs> Hit me back in a little bit, bro. Oh, anybody <laughs> notice that our brothers are the only ones who call the drunk line now? 
fuck is that all about? <laughs> anyway, I also want to say that th- these reporters, man, there's some real nut huggers. Hey, champ, blah, blah, blah. Like, he's hey, totally- champ, videos are looking good, champ. Yeah. You look great, champ. <laughs> he's dick riding them all the way yeah. down the street. Which is very yeah. lame of him. I mean, super lame. No, no such thing as just straight journalism anymore. He's just, <laughs> hey, guy, give me some sound bites, bro. Uh, but anyway, so we mentioned the, the pay per view costing $100. That's just for the HD broadcast. Uh, if for some reason you're stuck in 2009, 2007, I don't know, at least a decade ago. Uh, you can buy it for in standard def for ninety bucks, but who the fuck right. is watching Who's... it in standard def? And if you are watching TV in standard def, don't pay ninety dollars for the fight. Use that ninety dollars to go buy a real fucking TV, and then just don't watch the fight. It'll be a much more sound investment to spend your life in HD TV watching than it will be to watch this fight for ninety bucks. Right? Yeah, terrible investment. Go that's... spend ninety bucks and watch it at B Dubs. <laughs> Buy a bunch of food and watch it there. I mean, I can think of a much better way to spend ninety bucks than watching this fight in standard def. Yeah, or any fight for that matter in standard def. Don't watch TV in standard def. Yeah, go outside and fly a fucking kite. I don't even have cable, and my stuff comes through in HD. Like, read a book if you got to watch standard def. <laughs> that's how I feel. I just as soon read a fucking book. <laughs> I don't be give time a to, fuck about a book. Be time to catch up on all the other shit I haven't been able to do. I got no TV because it's just standard F options. Guess I'm going to build a boat. I, <laughs> I have buddies. Uh, uh, chronic drunk line caller Drew said that he's not giving Mayweather money, so he wouldn't pay for this fight. I mean, that's, there's that too. He's people, still getting money, though. I mean, they're 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 getting all the money from this fight. Oh yeah, they are raking it. There's going to be so many people that do pay for this. A lot of them that have claimed that they won't. Too. Not saying that Drew's one of them. I'm just <laughs> saying that the, there will be a whole bunch of people that tell you, "Oh, I ain't paying for that damn fight." Who will end up actually paying for this? Fight. No, those are the people who will go to their friend's house and watch it. Fair. And not, they won't pay it. I, I can tell you right now, I ain't paying for this fight. I won't pay for it. I'll go to the bar or something. I will totally be at somebody I mean, else's I, house. Anybody who wants to buy that, holler at me. Technically, I don't think I can buy it anyways. Uh, but you know. That's yeah. <laughs> but anyway, that was just the beginning. It's gotten better since. Tyson points since out. Tyson points out, man, it's still six weeks away from this fight. And they are, they are hyping this might, up. Actually might get overload of this. That's a long time. That's a long time. time. Well, but... There's no more press conferences after this week, right? It's just I, done. I don't think so. Yeah. So then, so, it'll kinda go, but I mean, they're still going to overanalyze. They're going the to have to because there's nothing going on. Like we just mentioned, right. baseball. So well, but the fighters are going to have to keep people interested too. So you're going right. to have like Connor doing the shit with TMZ, and like he'll have something. It won't be anything as crazy as what he's saying in these press conferences. Right. He's going to say something. We're going to get overloaded. <laughs> it's going to get to a point of saturation where you're just like, oh, I mean, we fight were, already. We were talking about it before the show. It's already, this press conference seems like they're... Running out of gas. Yeah, they're running low on material. Yes. When Conor McGregor was air humping in Brooklyn, it's like, <laughs> uh-oh, the well's running dry. <laughs> Although, was it Brooklyn when he... Uh, when he went up to Floyd and said, dress like... No, it was Toronto. Yeah, that was, was the like, second one. Dress like an adult. You're 40 years old. You carry a school bag you can't even read. <laughs> Although, I will say, then the next, the very next day, he comes out wearing a a giant fur coat and <laughs> says that With it's no polar... Shirt on yeah, underneath. says that it's polar bear. I mean... 
that's also not dressing like an adult. Right. <laughs> that's that's dressing like a fucking psycho. <laughs> Excuse me, a fucking psycho. <laughs> but all right, there's your. Uh, we'll, we'll talk more about this to be sure. Yeah. we've got six weeks. Right, or and we got fill time. <laughs> uh, so you want to talk about some awful luck? Like there are days where I feel like I just have shitty luck. Nothing compared to this woman in Canada. Uh, she is in Winnipeg, and she was selected for a supermarket promotion. During the CFL game between the Winnipeg Blue Bombers and the Toronto Argonauts last night, if there were two kickoff returns for a touchdown, Karen Coldis won, she would win $1 million. Uh, So the opening kickoff of the game was returned for six. Which, if you only need two in a game and the first one happens, you're like, Holy you're feeling fuck. pretty great. Although going I into the say, game, it's like, eh, two. So that's this, a long shot. This is Canadian football, right? Canadian football, yeah. So, I want to know. I mean, when you do this promotion, if you heard this was a promotion for an NFL game, you wouldn't even bother because there's not many kick. I mean, unless, unless it's like a free Devin, entry, unless and, Devin Hester's doing every single one for every single game, that'd be the only it, way. And that's where I feel like maybe the like somewhere in the in the States, they would do that as if it was like, oh, Devin Hester's coming to town. If there's two kickoff returns for a touchdown, free pizza for the stadium. Right. That would be the only (laughs) way because, I mean, it's just not something that happens. That's why I was wondering, okay, is this Canadian league? Is that something that happens a lot? I would say no. If they're willing to offer a million dollars, no, it can't happen. Yeah, it can't happen a lot. It can't. But but that's what I'm saying. In just your average NFL season, there's not that many kickoff returns for touchdowns. Let alone two in a game. Right. Two in a game? That's That's almost unheard of. Right. And so, so to do this promotion, crazy, on right. just its face. So the first kickoff goes for six, and this lady has to be like, oh, fuck. This might actually happen. <laughs> More like the team thought. <laughs> oh, fuck. <laughs> I don't this think, might actually I don't think happen. the team cared. It was that grocery store that was like, oh, wait, oh, yeah, the grocery store. Fuck. <laughs> yes, yes, yes. They were fucked. Uh, so Toronto takes the Abort, abort, abort. <laughs> Do we say this week? We meant next week. My bad. <laughs> Uh, all of a sudden, things looked really good for this lady to win a million dollars because in the second quarter, a Toronto player broke free on a kickoff and scored. Took it to the house. Two to the house on kickoff returns. You know this back lady. Back-to-back quarters to start the game. This lady was losing her goddamn mind until... Wait, this is where the, the grocery store was like, oh, uh, we might... Throughout the game, we didn't mean if it happened in just the first half, it doesn't count. It had, one has to happen in the first half, and then another has to happen in the second half. So, sorry. We're in Winnipeg, so it doesn't count because those were Toronto kickoff returns. Yeah. Oh. So we, it had to be Winnipeg that did it, uh, so sorry. But don't worry. They still got off the hook. Yep, because there was a flag on the play for a block in the back, took the kickoff back off the board, and literally took a million dollars out of this lady's pocket. Boo! The best part was, like, the the... Her husband was like, it's a bullshit call. It's a bullshit call. That was my he was, first. He was eight yards away from the play. But that's my first thought when I, when I read this story and you, you, you told me about this story. I read it and I see block in the back. And my first thought is, how many phantom blocking in the back? Or it, it, blocking in the back is just like holding, where it could be called every, every time. single yeah. time there's a kickoff. Because yeah, it's just about an thing. angle or anything like if that. If the guy's totally out of the play... 
Who gives a fuck? Right. It's not It's not going to hurt anything to push him in the back and knock and him And I'd over. like to think that the refs weren't on the take for this, but I also feel like that grocery store might have called after that first one and said, hey, if there's another one, if there's another one, just call a block in the back. It's like You <laughs> can't dispute a block in the back. You don't even have to necessarily see it. I mean, just call a block in the back and we'll be fine. It's we, like we're not going to really worry about it because it's probably not going to happen, but if it does, just call a block in the back. Oh, shit, it happened. We got our refs, right? Throw them like. We'll, we'll throw like, them each a couple of grand. We're good. It's like that B Dubs commercial where like they, yes. they like pull a lever and all of a sudden sprinklers come out. Yeah, dude, I feel so bad for this lady. Uh, also, I, we've talked about it a billion times because we've talked about promotions like this before. This is totally one of those times. The grocery store should just honor it out of goodwill. Totally, and just hey, you know, it's just an insurance policy for them, anyways. Right? So or I mean, even if out. even if they didn't want to pay the whole million dollars. Hey, we'll give you half a million dollars because because you the, you kind of had it. You, you want it, but then there was a buy, and we know it didn't happen, but it happened. Right, and and the, the one happened. I mean, what are the odds? Hey, right. we'll give you half a million dollars. Just just throw her in her bone. Yeah. I mean, because half a million dollars on something like this anyway, fine. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, you'll, you'll take it. Yeah, I mean, totally. hell, even a quarter. Throw her something, I'd be, damn it. I'd be pissed, but I'd take it. I'd oh, like, yeah. All right, no, I mean, if somebody told me, well, you I wouldn't hate the grocery money. store then. I would just hate the refs. Yes. <laughs> or, no, you know what I would be doing? He's using part of that million to, to find a hitman for the guy who did the block in the back. Maybe that's it. Maybe that dude from Toronto should kick her some cash. Right? That grocery store should be like, hey, man, you want to go Habsies on this one? <laughs> and that guy's like, I play in the CFL. I can't afford that. No <laughs> some, something for this woman. Something. Yeah. Please. Can we start a GoFundMe for her? <laughs> Craft Brood Sports GoFundMe. Just get a Kickstarter for her. Uh, something. I mean, this is horrendous. Dude, it's so awful. I feel I terrible feel for I feel terrible, and it's not even me. I can just imagine in that moment. I've... I, I, you know what I would be sitting there thinking, though? This is totally my life. This yeah. is exactly how this goes. I totally would get fucked on something like this. I've gotten super pissed when I lose out on, like, ESPN streak for the cash. Right. Where I'm, like, 20 away from But this would be, like, literally, I saw it happen. I saw it happen. And then it's like, no, no, it did No, nope, sorry. This guy fucked She's you. She's probably jumping up and down, going nuts. She probably didn't but even see the But there's a flag the on the field. She probably didn't even see <laughs> That's that That's what flag. I'm saying. She's was... going nuts. She's she's celebrating. She called She's got, people. She had the million dollars spent. She's on the phone with her broker. Just She, oh, she already bye, bye, divorced bye, 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 her husband. <laughs> and then, Fuck you, I'm out. There's a flag. Just kidding, honey. <laughs> That's why that guy was so pissed. That was his out. He was like, she was leaving. Uh, y'all this, owe me y'all owe me a divorce <laughs> the, the fucker ruined it for me she was gonna leave i was at least gonna get half of this <laughs> oh my god what an oh, awful awful terrible. story terrible yeah, but that's canada for you yeah hey at least she's got free health care yeah, well <laughs> and her president's not a lunatic moving on uh, we, we do have dumb athlete of the week news because, well, it's that time of year. Oh, I love dumb which athlete. Is of the always week. that time of the year. But this one comes from a little beef on uh, the old tweets. <laughs> uh, so Astros third baseman Alex Bregman shut down his Twitter account this week. But wait until you hear I got to that point. <laughs> Twitter user, user Alan H, who, for all intents and purposes, seems to be an Astro fan based on the fact that he made comments regarding Bregman. Got the attention of Bregman after suggesting that he should have been offered up in a trade to acquire Chris Sale, who p- plays for the uh, Red Sox now. He got traded from the White Sox to the Red Sox in the offseason. Uh, 
you know, that Bregman should have been traded during the offseason and the Astros should have got him instead. Now, Allen never added Bregman. He simply just used his name in a tweet. So <laughs> the only way that Bregman found out about the tweets that Allen had sent out is if he searched his name. Yep. So Bregman searches his name. <laughs> kind of like how Pat Neshack did for me. Right. <laughs> Bregman searches his name, and uh, he comes across these tweets where it's, he sees that uh, Allen suggests that they would have been better off if Bregman had been traded. And they weren't inflammatory. They're just suggesting, hey, we could have had Chris Sale. You know, his career would have been better off. We, everybody would have been better off if, you know, he had been traded for Chris Sale. Either way, Bregman uh, slid into Allen's DMs, and uh, <laughs> this exchange ex- ensued. Bregman sends, you have zero clue about baseball, LOL. And he sent the crying, laughing emoji. Oh, my Lord. Can we stop with fucking emojis right, as adult do. males? Can right. we stop that? Yes, we really need Step to. your game up. Unless get a fucking texting, gift. Unless you're texting to your wife or girlfriend. That's totally acceptable. To zero yep. use of emojis. Thank you. Alan gifts, follows. fine. Emojis. Gifts, gifts all the way. <laughs> uh, Alan followed. Because I think Chris Sale would impact the Astros more than you in the year 2017. That's an opinion many hold. Because I think Marwin should get more playing time at third, along with him being incredible at the plate this year. That I think you bring more back in a trade than prospects do for immediate impact starter is actually a compliment to what type of player you will be in the future. Are you really bothered by opinion? You direct message fans. Pretty petty. (laughs) Bregman didn't let up there. He follows that up with, we'll see at the end of the year. Sweet screenshot, clown. I forgot (laughs) I shouldn't give fleas. And he spelled fleas. (laughs) F-L-E-E-S. Fucking idiot. On the nutsack of society, the time of day, we maybe should trade you, but frat boys don't get traded. Wow. Hit him hard. He hit him with that Bryce Harper clown. Right. (laughs) Alan followed up with, I'm the clown, but yet you're a professional athlete sending DMs to fans because you don't like their opinion. Very valid point. Bregman followed that up with, just keep my name out your mouth and just watch the game. There was no game happening when he sent that tweet. <laughs> I think he just meant in general, like just watch the game of baseball. But it doesn't matter. Don't, what the fuck, yeah, man? What a douchebag, man. What a, uh, you should shut down your Twitter account. Yes. In fact, Twitter, if they found out about this exchange, should have shut down his account for him. To Maybe help they him did. Out. Maybe Twitter was like, dude, we're going to give you a solid here. We're going to do you a favor. This one's done. You look like a fucking idiot right now. <laughs> we're going to take this away from you. I can't imagine. So I I talk a lot of shit on Twitter about people. It's I'll even an Adam. Just I, to, I gives no fucks about yeah. adding or not adding. I can't imagine. I've had a, people come back at me. Mike, Michael Strahan came back at me one time about. Did he really? Shit. Well, it wasn't really talking shit so much about him. It just said, I just was saying, this was back when Olden Smith, you know, wasn't drinking every day and drinking himself right out of the league. And he was on pace to get the sack record for the 49ers. Yeah. And I just said, it's going to happen. You know, at Olden Smith is going to get that. It's coming for that sack record at, you know, Michael Strahan. Michael Strahan said, it's all about the rings, not about the sack record. And I, I said, wow. that's funny because Brett Favre laid down for you for the sack record. <laughs> he never responded back, but it was like, okay. I mean, if you're going to mention that, then I mean, you got the sack record on some bullshit. So, and, and I also feel like oh, if, if you took the time to act, you know respond, then it clearly means something to you. Because yeah. if the sack record didn't mean that, you wouldn't even bother Oh, you know he was so pissed about that tweet. Oh, yeah. Oh, I didn't care, God, though, because one, amazing. fuck Michael Strahan, and two, I, I, 
I wasn't even. Uh, Do you not like you don't even watch Good Morning America now because of him? Like, oh, I never watched Good Morning America, but no, him and Kelly and Good Morning America can all go fuck themselves. Like, Good Morning America, fuck you, all because of Strahan. I George did, Stephanopoulos, you're cool. Michael Strahan, fuck you, man. You know what's funny though? I did mention him again in another tweet. Somebody had said something about Michael Strahan on Twitter, and I like, and I mentioned, I'm like, yeah, dude, tweeted at me about the sack record because he's got nothing else better. <laughs> he didn't take the bait on that one, but I totally tried to get him to come back at me. Dude, that's so good. Hey, I mean, we I know it. we know athletes pay attention to me because Jerry Rice blocked me. So he did block that's you. Bad. That's true. You, you, dude, you're a lightning rod on Twitter. <laughs> I'm the lightning rod on Facebook. You've got it on Twitter <laughs> with NFL athletes. Apparently, <laughs> the NFL fuckers just don't like me. <laughs> I keeps it real. Well, if you're in the Houston area, don't tweet about Bregman or he might show up at your house or something. Because you don't even have to be clearly, in the Houston area. Apparently, he's, he's just searching. Clearly not stable. <laughs> clearly not stable. Uh, all right, so here's something you don't see every day. This might be one of my favorite stories. This is so week. good. Uh, so there was a man that was arrested this past Monday for using a mechanical ladder to break into the LSU football stadium. We see this all the time. Like fans try to get into the stadium. They just want to get on the field or like. Uh, What's funny is you usually don't even. It's off season. You usually don't have to like break in. There's usually some yeah, type of there's opening like a somewhere. Gate. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I mean, I don't know how many of my friends have just walked on the Ohio State field. Yeah. And torn up some grass or something in the off season. Right. Never had a problem. I just mean, cause granted, there's security around, but. I mean, yeah, you got to be careful. Yeah, but you don't have to hop a fence with a mechanical, a mechanical ladder. ladder. I just picture, I picture like the Arrested Development car pulling up. <laughs> <laughs> You're gonna get hop-ons. <laughs> this dude's just like walking up. Anyway, so he got arrested, but he was not alone. Oh, this is he, the best part of the story. He admitted to police that he also had a prostitute with him. <laughs> just. Uh, you you know the guy was like the cop showed up and was like, "Hey, what's going on here?" Oh, uh, she's a hooker. Sorry, my bad. That's my bad. I got I got a hooker. I tried to get in here. Uh, can I go? <laughs> just wanted to run the field. Just wanted to. We were say looking to I do was, some forties. I don't know, man. Uh, I just wanted to say I ran on the same field as Leonard Fournette. I was just really excited. I, can, can, can I get an autograph from Jamarcus Russell? No? All right. <laughs> Going to jail is, instead. Is Les Miles still here? No, he's not here anymore? All right, well, I'm going to take her and go uh, somewhere else. Is that cool? You guys cool with that here? I, like, <laughs> this was another one that we were talking about before the show. Why do you just offer that information? Completely up? unprompted. It wasn't like they were like just investigating. The lights come and- up. <laughs> She's a hooker! She's a fucking hooker! I'm so sorry! Sir... We're just going to ask what you're doing here. We're going to maybe tell you to Sir, not you break a, in. You had a tail light out. That's uh, <laughs> We don't give a fuck about the field. Go ahead. I, I just ran it last week. Whatever, man. But now we've got to take you to jail because you, you offered us up that. That's like getting pulled over. Sir, I have an AK-47 in the trunk, and I'm ready to kill. I was on my way to murder my wife. And they're like, Maurice Claret, get out of the car. Right. <laughs> and I'm drunk. Thanks. We weren't going to ask you any of that, but oh, now we've got to take you to jail. Oh, my God. I love this story so much. It is such a good story. What's funny about this, too, is uh, this is the fifth break-in to Tiger Stadium in the last year. So apparently that's just the thing to do. There's nothing else to do in Louisiana. It's either Bourbon Street or breaking into LSU. Or it's Bourbon Street and then breaking into LSU. Either way. Uh, I guess it's Bourbon Street prostitutes breaking into LSU. Right. <laughs> There's a stop on the way. Street. You go to Bourbon Street, <laughs> pick up the hooker. Hey, 
I just want to pay you a thousand dollars tonight. <laughs> I don't want to do anything. I just want you to come with me. We're gonna break into the Tiger Stadium. <laughs> All right, I'm down. <laughs> Fucking ridiculous. Hey, a guy sitting in jail on a three thousand dollars bond. Though, that so. seems like a really low bond. It does it does? But just your average idiot in Louisiana. I mean. Yeah, all he did was. Point. I don't even that's know if true. he finished the deed. I'd say he paid for sex, but maybe he didn't. That's the other part we don't know in the story. Did he pay her, or maybe she's just a hooker? Maybe it, that's just her profession. That's a good point. Maybe it it's, could just be his friend who is also a hooker. Who, yeah, it's it's not his hooker. It's just a yeah, hooker. He didn't pay her. Mm. And what if? Well, we didn't actually do the deed. The transaction hasn't gone down yet, so doesn't matter. I... Intent is. Uh, I've watched a lot of cops. Oh, Intent Jesus. is what it is. What gets you? That's why they can set up those sting operations. Intent. Uh, I intended to have a nice evening out with her, break in, and then we're going to go to Baskin Robbins. <laughs> That's what I intended to do. Offers you. You interrupted our our swell evening. Fucking intent. <laughs> This was pre-Baskin Robbins, <laughs> and you ruined it. They have 31 flavors. <laughs> oh, but, man. But uh, you know what, though? But thanks to his dumb ass, he could have used any of these so excuses, good. or could have just probably just gotten yeah. off with breaking and entering and paid a fine. Right. Instead, Who she's is- a hooker. <laughs> he could have been like, I get hop-ons. She hopped on the, the right. ladder. Oh, so good. Anyways, LSU fans. Gotta love I hope there's more stories like that over the next couple weeks. Right. This is going to push us right on through to college football season. (laughs) Come on, dumb people. (laughs) Well, there is one event going on right now as far as sports actually happening. That's why I mentioned that there is stuff going on. (laughs) Well, Wimbledon, it's wrapping up, and uh, there's been a few instances of rules being broken. Uh, But we're not talking about players cheating here. We're talking about the old school rules that – the old England club requiring that players wear almost all white during a match. The ridiculous rule dates back as far as the 1800s at the club, which is probably a sign that they need to get rid of it. They're like, uh, your uniform needs to be all white, and you should probably be all white. Yeah, here. and you definitely need to be. There's no whispering that part. Uniform needs to be all white, and you need to be all white. End of discussion. Those all, are the only two rules of Fight Club. All white, all right. Let's go. <laughs> Uh, but they release states- statements like this one. Uh, white does not include off-white or cream. <laughs> really sticklers about the off-whites. I mean... That that shirt is a crew. You are out. <laughs> right. Um, that colored trim can be, quote, no wider than one centimeter. Again, they're out here with the rulers. Just, nope. <laughs> you're done. Get out. Uh, and that undergarments that are either... That are or can be visibly visible during play, including due to perspiration, are not allowed. Yeah. So your your underwear can't even show through your white clothes. I was just gonna say. So they want you to wear white, which inherently shows through more. Yep. So basically, you got to go commando or white underwear, I guess. But it, I mean, but if you sweat though, then I mean, it might show. Cause, I mean, <laughs> yeah, but it shows through, and it's still white, so it's like, oh, okay, oh that's cool. cool. It, but it's, it's more flesh tones if it's soaked. And that's sweat. true. <laughs> I, yeah, I just, I'm just playing devil's advocate with these ridiculous rules. Anyway, uh, and the the last part is where this story comes into play. Uh, junior tennis player was forced to pull part of his shorts down, showing that he had colored underwear on. 
Yeah. Then a tournament supervisor came to check on it, and when he deemed that the underwear was against the rules, God, this story is uncomfortable. <laughs> the player had to go change. Uh, this happened earlier this week to a men's doubles team and also happened to Venus Williams, which I remember, but I didn't realize it was because of all these rules. Yeah. I just remember the big hoo about her. Right, having to where, change where her sports bra. Where it looked bra. like she was wearing something that was yeah. yeah. She had a pink sports bra on, right. and they were like, uh, nope. Jesus Christ, man. Uh, I didn't. So I didn't realize this was a rule at Wimbledon. I don't insane. pay enough attention to well, this, tennis. But this is why. This is why nobody's watching tennis. Because they're out here worried about you wearing all white. <laughs> and what, what color fucking underwear <laughs> you got was on. like, let me see them drawers. Nope. Get out of here. What if you Go were change. wearing white and you just had mad shit streaks? Oh, I didn't even think about that. Dude, you got to get out. You got to go. There's brown. Brown is not the- an official color. Switch those out. You got the nervous shits. You got to go change that out. <laughs> Man, you wow. can't. You haven't learned how to wipe at this point. You're out. <laughs> Wimbledon is for wipers only. Go home, son. All white, no skid marks allowed. We don't want no brown. <laughs> no brown. You heard us. <laughs> what can brown do for you? Not a goddamn thing at Wimbledon. Get out. Oh shit! Yes, uh, it's such a weird story. Ridiculous! I just don't. I don't get why there's like a rule like that in place. Because it's been around since 1800. And this, the article I read about this said that they've they've had weird rules that they've like expunged, gone away. Like it used to be, you had to bow to the royal box before every game, before every match. Fucking. And they uh, apparently said, no, only if the Queen or the Prince of Wales are here, then you have to bow. I wouldn't do it again, man. I wouldn't. I'd I'd be like, fuck you. I'd get myself. Well, I'd be James Blake and not ranked anymore, so. I wouldn't be allowed anyways, because I'd be wearing an American flag shirt with a (laughs) American flag Speedo. Be like, I'm bound to your queen, motherfucker. Merka. (laughs) Apparently, apparently this is why Andre Agassi didn't play at Wimbledon for the beginning of his career. Because he he wouldn't He didn't want to wear the all-white. He wanted to wear, like, his denim shorts. Fuck yeah, Andre Agassi. (laughs) Fuck yeah. New favorite tennis player. Super weird story. Fucking Uh, just ridiculous. Let's close it with, (laughs) this is my favorite story of the week, just because of how this went down. So this week we saw a uh, a big trade in the baseball world. Jose Quintana was traded from the White Sox to the (laughs) Cubs in exchange for four prospects. That's not why this story is awesome. There were absolutely no rumors about this trade. Like normally you hear some rumblings, somebody picks up on it, there's like, chatter like oh i think he's going i think they're moving done it nothing there was it was all hush hush apparently epstein had a meeting with the the white Sox gm over the all-star break like behind closed doors to get this deal done no leaks uh unless you happen to be checking the white Sox reddit page (laughs) which is a fantastic place to go for all your yes breaking trade news (laughs) the night after the all-star game yeah because the white Sox subreddit the night before it went down had one poster who said he heard from someone who heard from someone about the trade. That poster, Katy Perry's booty hole. (laughs) (laughs) That's the screen name of this Reddit poster. So Katy Katy Perry's booty hole. (laughs) Breaking all the news. Mentions that you heard from someone who heard from someone that this trade was going down. Another subreddit, another redditor comments on it and says it's for four prospects. That redditor 
Wet Butt 23. <laughs> so, Katy Perry's, Katy Perry's booty hole is breaking news. And Wet Butt 23 is clarifying. <laughs> we've, we've reached a new level. And then, level. 13 hours later, the trade goes through exactly how these two said. <laughs> Well, the best was though. Didn't someone? Didn't a station have to yes. attribute that? That, that, that was the best part of that. I had to story. CSN Chicago ran a story after the trade about how can't believe nobody picked up on this. It was completely hush hush. Blah blah blah. And then they had to publish a correction that said apparently Katy Perry's booty hole and wet butt twenty three announced the trade on Reddit. Our apologies to wet butt twenty three. Why not to Katy Perry's booty hole, though? Because Katy Perry's booty hole was just like, I heard from this one, who heard from this one, where Wet Butt 23 was Came confident. in with the definitive. He came in with, no, it's for four prospects. It's happening. This is this is it. Okay, I got so many questions about this story. <laughs> Besides the user's screen names. One, if we get on Reddit, or anywhere for that matter, just any old thing, any old... A message board, essentially, yeah, and just announce something, whether it's true or not, and we just happen to get it right. Yep, they gotta attribute you for that shit. Apparently, I mean, apparently you can raise a stink and be like, "Listen, I'm Katy Perry's booty hole, and I broke this story last." This is fucking insane. <laughs> that like the the Reddit forums <laughs> forums are now places where you have to attribute and take a credit. And I also would love it. It would be even better if these people, the people that are doing this are like employees of the White Sox. Who, <laughs> right? who are just out here leaking info through fake names on Reddit. <laughs> and just throwing this out there. So then these news outlets are having to attribute to it. And it's just guys <laughs> that work for the Red Sox or White Sox. It was just Quintana. I think Quintana is wet by 23. <laughs> unbelievable. But that's the, but the funny part is though Quintana probably wouldn't even know the details of the trade. He would know that he was that's getting traded. true. He yeah. wouldn't even know the rest of it. So it would have to be somebody that has connections to right. the front office and somebody either with the White Sox or the Cubs. I mean, and if it's on the White Sox Reddit, then it's somebody with the White Sox. So it's got to be an Dude. inside person. That was the White Sox GM. The White Sox GM no. is Wet Butt Twenty Three. You know what? Theo Epstein is Katy Perry's booty hole. <laughs> <laughs> No, you know what this makes me think of? Again, this is, this show is all about hearkening back to our old episodes. So, remember when uh, the, the fucking Indians GM goes on and his seven-year-old son is out here oh, breaking yeah. the news? Yeah, we're trying to sign uh, yeah, Lindor. Yeah, giving the Lindor for, yeah. news? This is just like that. So maybe this is one of the you know employees or you know assistant <laughs> GM's kids getting on there with Katy Perry's booty hole just breaking news on the subreddit. Just breaking it down. I mean, if you're if you're the White Sox, right? You gotta at least do some type of investigation and see. All right, so who's all Katie right, Perry's guys? Who's Katy Perry's booty yeah. hole? Who, who has <laughs> access to this account? Who in your families have access to this account? We need to lock down. We need to lock down Katy Perry's booty hole. Uh, it's not me, sir, but I I am wet by twenty three. <laughs> Sir, it's not me, but I, I will lock down Katy Perry's booty hole. <laughs> <laughs> Does Katy uh, Perry know about this? By I way? don't know. I'm sure she does at this point. It's starting to become. I need a- to get Katy Perry's response. Maybe we can get her on the show and have her thoughts. Maybe hey. we can interview just her booty hole. <laughs> <laughs> Katy Perry's just doing the interview like Ace Ventura. <laughs> 
I wonder if there is a Katy Perry's booty hole Twitter account. Uh, you know what? Google that There's right now. Probably there has to be Break, like breaking news for the White so- breaking White Sox news. Katy Perry's. <laughs> uh, there's Katy Perry's boobs. Yeah, well, but uh, her booty hole doesn't have an account yet. I am not seeing a Twitter account for Katy Perry's booty hole. We need to create one before somebody else does. <laughs> we need to lock this down. <laughs> there are some amazing tweets, though, about it. Are you going to try to get Katy Perry's booty hole to open up to you? <laughs> this is fantastic. Oh, man. There- <laughs> Said his kids started chanting Katy Perry's booty hole. <laughs> this has been Upper Deck, brought to you as always by Audible.com and, and Katy, Katy Perry's, Perry's booty, booty hole. <laughs> well, this is fantastic. Oh, uh, shit. Seriously, uh, Beldran on, on the, the comment section is saying make one. I feel like we've got to do this now. Got to make the Katy Perry booty before hole. somebody else does it. We got to trademark it. We got to buy Katy Perry's booty hole dot com. We got to do. We got to lock up everything Katy Perry's. It's not booty gonna hole. in case somebody comes to us wanting money or somebody's trying to get it. All right, here's what we're gonna do. I'm gonna create this account right now. Katy Perry's booty hole I'm gonna, on Twitter. I'm gonna create it right now. Put a White Sox logo on it. <laughs> and then your source for the whole insider <laughs> White Sox news. I bet we'll get more Twitter followers than our own fucking account. Yeah, dude. Uh, without a doubt. Uh, but I'm just going to tweet random potential trades in all sports. All, all, all involving all White Sox players. <laughs> I'm telling you, this would get followers, and they would totally believe it after you know this happening. Because none of the White Sox, <laughs> I'm assuming no White Sox fans are listening to this show right now. No, Although, probably not. Uh, uh, shout out to Adrian McWilliams. He is a White Sox fan. Oh, all right. Nice. Yeah. <laughs> I do know a White Sox fan. Uh, well, guys, uh, the drunk line is back open. I think there was a special guest trying to call in. I thought it was my brother. I don't think it is. It's a special guest that was looking oh, to, shit. A special to call guest? in. Yeah. Is it um, Katy Perry's booty hole? It might not be Katy Perry's booty well, hole. Well, then I don't want to speak to <laughs> I will only talk to Katy Perry's booty hole from here on out on the show. So if Katy Perry's booty hole doesn't call in... Quick, quick hook for everybody on the drunk line. Uh, but you guys can hit us up four four zero thirty seven drunk. The line is open. Uh, we will answer this time, not like during upper deck where I hung up on uh, whoever that was that was calling. That probably was Katy Perry's booty hole. We missed that on the call of I a got, lifetime. I got a story for you, son of a bitch. <laughs> I was about to break the next White Sox trade on the show. And we could have gotten attributed, but no. We could have. You blocked um, the fucking call. I blocked Son it. My bad, man. Bitch. Sorry. Didn't mean to do that. That's it. I'm done. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Katy Perry's. Oh, um, it's not long enough. But Katy Perry. That's what she said. <laughs> that's what Katy Perry's booty hole said. But Katy Perry's booty. I could do that, but that's not as good. Mm, yeah, that's. I was totally hoping it would be taken, so we had to do Katy Perry's underscore booty hole. We could do Katy's booty hole. Nah, there's a lot of Katy's out there. Just fuck it. Katie, it's done. How about Katy P's booty hole? Katy P's booty hole. Does it fit? It fits. If it fits, you must have quit. <laughs> and it's open. Uh, there we go. <laughs>
first ever Twitter <laughs> handle created here on Craft Root Sports. Everybody follow at KDP's Booty Hole. You'll be getting all the, new, the, the White Sox news tweeted out. This is the best thing never happened on this show. <laughs> Holy shit. Uh, we just made Craft Root Sports history. <laughs> KDP's Booty Hole. Uh, it's live. It's up there. You can fucking follow it Put a picture it right up now. there. Dude, put oh, a picture right. up there of Katy Perry wearing a White Sox hat. <laughs> See if that's a thing on Twitter or uh, on, on the Googles. Google image search this. By the way, anybody listening that's not on Facebook Live right now is like, what the fuck are these guys doing? <laughs> this is ridiculous. No, they, they will understand you're Googling. I mean, we're talking about it while you're doing it. So no no Katy Perry in a White Sox hat okay google katie perry's booty hole and see what comes up Let's see what the first image is up oh, that'll work we're gonna is yep. it her booty hole it's not her actual booty hole but it's uh it's her butt that'll work we're gonna yeah we're gonna take that image <laughs> without her consent i mean we, we took her booty hole without her consent <laughs> i mean what What's what's happening? (laughs) (laughs) Hey, let's talk about the All Star Game this week, dude. All right, so um, I'll admit I went old man style and fell asleep during the All Star Game. I went old man style and was working and didn't give a fuck. (laughs) I don't give a fuck. Yeah, you know, uh, I honestly did see um, probably about an inning and a half. And oh, when I saw I more than off, that. I actually wanted to. (laughs) I wanted to text you because the only part that I saw. That I was actually paying attention for when Yadier Molina hit the home run to tie things that up. motherfucker. <laughs> and I wanted to text you, hey, we're winning. Or, hey, we're t- we tied things up. But it's your favorite player <laughs> doing it. And I know how much you love the Cardinals. That so motherfucker. I know it was a very bittersweet moment It's for so you. hard to watch the All-Star game to cheer against it was ju- Well, really it was hate. just like uh, it was flashbacks to the um, World Baseball Classic. You're sitting there. Yes. I'm sitting there rooting for Bryce Harper, who I enjoy. I am a Bryce Harper fan, but I root against him 162 games out of the year. But then <laughs> he made that really good catch where he had to do the hair flip at, yeah. at the, like in earlier the, in the game. Yeah, the diving catch in yeah. right field. Yeah, and, and so it's just things like that where I find myself rooting for players that I otherwise would say, kill him or you know <laughs> hope that he strikes out or whatever. And, you know, that's what it does. Of course, I can still easily root against American League. So well, yeah. Those guys. <laughs> and their DH. And their winning ways. Dude, all right. So the American League wins in a game that doesn't mean anything. This was the, the first was the year first back. Back to um, this time. It means absolutely nothing. Right. <laughs> do you like it better that it doesn't mean anything? I do, actually. I had this conversation with somebody at work. Um, I was on board with it originally being like, for the home field advantage, which I know I was in the yeah. the extreme minority, but I thought it ne- it was it was a cool idea just to mix things up, and I thought, all right, this is just something different, you know. You had that tie game. I understood why they did it, and on paper, it had all the makings of something that would work and would invigorate things. And for the first couple of years, it did, and then. The American League just kept winning, and it's not just because one team dominated over like the entirety of it. It was just that I, I, 
an application year after year seeing it. And then the World Series coming up so many times where you're seeing these teams having home field advantage and it, it actually mattering a lot because it, se- it also seemed like before that happened. Uh-oh. Hang on to that thought. Katy Perry's booty hole. <laughs> hey, Craft Root Sports, who's this? This is Connor McGregor. <laughs> well, sorry, Connor. No time for you. If uh, you're not Katy Perry's booty hole, you gotta go. <laughs> Connor, you sound uh, you sound a little different on the phone. You sound decidedly not Irish. Oh yeah, because I'm drunk. <laughs> <laughs> uh, actually, no. That's usually Connor, what he sounds like. Connor McGregor gets more American when he's uh, when he's drunk. Apparently, yeah, Scott. I, th- I thought you would like me way more because I don't know. If you heard my press conference, but I have a huge cock. <laughs> I don't know why I would like you more, but go fuck yourself. I think, uh, I think uh, Connor's referring to uh, your your love of sport. watching NBA basketball. Oh, that's right. I do. I would rather see the big black cocks than. Uh, and yeah. Connor McGregor apparently has a big black cock. <laughs> From the bully button down. Yeah, apparently. black from the waist down. <laughs> uh, Connor, how do you feel about the fight, man? Are you are you ready to go? Well, really, what I, I wanted to call in and talk about was the emoji <laughs> and gifts. Yeah, beef you guys are having right now. Yeah, hit us with it, Connor. Fuck emojis. <laughs> yes, <laughs> we're Fuck on board. Emojis are for pussies. Yeah, uh, agreed. What about gifts? Gifts are for bitches. <laughs> Floyd Mayweather uses. <laughs> well, there you have it, folks. <laughs> Bitches use gifts and pussies use emojis, so you can't win using either. Uh, uh, Connor, you've never sent a, a GIF yourself? No. Not uh, even of I, like Rex Ryan? I have a million billion dollars. <laughs> Uh, all right, man. Uh, yeah. Uh, so what are you doing to get ready for the fight, Connor? What? <laughs> That's a fight? What are you doing to get ready for the fight? Crafting gifts. Oh, shit. I've been getting drunk. <laughs> Do I really have to fight Mayweather? Not really. I mean, it's not going to be a good fight anyways. Oh. So you can probably... All right, good. <laughs> you just have to Did be in the, the ring. shit I've been talking it's <laughs> gonna be crazy. Dude. What's the what's the best thing you've said, Connor? What's your favorite line that you've dropped in these press conferences? I don't even remember. <laughs> dude, I just get drunk and talk shit. <laughs> I think I, it was pretty sweet when I called the Showtime guy a bitch, though. <laughs> I went straight WWE style. <laughs> that was pretty guy, great. The other microphone they already had for me <laughs> set up when they acted like they cut the other one off. I just slapped that microphone. You see how hard I slapped that shit? Like Nick Diaz. Slap that shit. Oh, shit. Connor, what's the... Uh... I slapped that like I'm going to slap Floyd Mayweather's dad. <laughs> Fuck that guy. Yeah, you and Floyd, uh, Floyd Sr. had some words. Do you think after this fight with Junior, you're going to fight Sr.? Yeah, I'll fight anybody. <laughs> I'm watching. I'm watching Bellator right now. I'll fight the guys in the ring. <laughs> oh shit! I'll fight the announcer. Fuck him. <laughs> He's a bitch. I promote fights and I fight at the same time. I said that earlier this week. 
I don't know if you guys heard that shit, but that's what happens. Connor, how do you feel about Katy Perry's booty hole? I like her boobs. <laughs> All right. Well, hey, thanks for calling in, Connor. Good luck against Mayweather, man. Yeah, I got to go get ready for that fight. I forgot. <laughs> go fook yourself. <laughs> All right. Fook you, Connor. See you, man. All right. Great show, guys. <laughs> that was awesome. <laughs> I love it. Uh, if you think you can top that Conor McGregor call, feel free to call in. That is uh, that is another epitome of the drunk line well, right there. Hold on a second. Were you just following all these people? Yeah, it just Katie's hole? it just auto followed like oh, forty five people. I was just gonna say because I, I was like, I I hit. I'm interested in sports, and then well, Tyson was the first official follower of Katie. Fuck yes, Tyson. Thank I, you. I was the second. I haven't I haven't even followed it from the Craft Root Sports account yet. I'll do that. Don't <laughs> worry about it. I got it. <laughs> anyway, so we're talking KDP's. about the All Star. Yeah, game. man. Fuck Aaron Judge. All right, so yeah, let's talk about the home run derby before we talk too much. Okay, about also the- fuck Aaron Judge. <laughs> <laughs> My statement stands. All right, so uh, two years ago is when they instituted this new rule and the the new format for the home run derby, where it's this one on one timed rounds. It's not the ten outs and see. How Wait, many so you the can time hit. wasn't new for this year. No, that started with Frazier. I knew the one-on-one thing. Okay, you're right. Frazier's, the year Frazier won was the first year because that, and I remember watching that home run derby and, I mean, I I was also such a homer because it was Frazier, but it was also a super exciting home run derby because Frazier had to go second and he had to like hit this high number in order to win in front of the home crowd. So it was a, it was a super cool derby to watch. Um, And I like the format, but this year, man, it did not seem like, Stanton's round, Stanton's first round was an entertaining round because both guys, what did Stanton lose with 16 home runs or something like that? Uh, I think he hit eight or 17 and Sanchez had 18. Had 18, yeah. I, he, yeah, he, I knew it was he one He lost off. by one and yeah. it was right there in the, the high teens, so, which was really stupid. So that was like that was a really entertaining one. But after that, because Judge was such a monster, it wasn't even fun because these guys would hit like, 10 because they were gassed well and it was and like also oh judge knew- only has to hit 11 so he's gonna have this within the first minute and a half well and i know they seeded these things and they have no idea how many home runs any of these guys are gonna hit but it turned out his biggest competition was Stanton. yeah and he was out then they never even got close to facing one another right so the matchup that everybody wanted to see what i didn't i mean i wanted judge to get knocked out right away because <laughs> the yankees yeah because fuck them uh but it, it never even got close to happening, and I, I know that, you know, I like the matchups with the round thing, but it sucked because that was the only thing you tuned in to see, and before before you knew it, it the, the possibility was over. Right. It, and it, like I said, the, the fact that then judges go in second against these pretty inferior guys that, you know, they're, they're not even close to the level of Stanton and Judge. They might have a big round, but then they're gassed and they can't hit anything else after that. Like, if you watch that round, or if you watch that once round two hit, those dudes were done. Like, everybody outside well, of Judge was cl- done. Clearly, because the, the numbers tanked. Yeah, it you was awful. all of these high numbers in the first round, and then, boom, everybody just yeah. struggled to get through the The best was round. the announcers that were like, 
That's a good round. He hit ten. That's a that's a strong <laughs> round. It's like no, motherfucker. This is a home run derby. Like I want to see twenty every time. I don't even need to see that many. I realize there's going to be some type of uh, attrition, just you know, based on stamina and whatnot. But yeah, I mean, the, the numbers can't just fall off a cliff. Yeah, and, they, they and again, it, it it was exciting and it's fun to watch and it's much more so than say the dunk contest, which has lost all of its luster at this point. Nobody gives a well, shit nobody, about that. Nobody that participates anymore. in it. They don't, but I'm just saying, I mean, everything, even with the NBA trying new things every single year, it just seems as if it's completely died off. Right. But So the Home Run Derby hasn't lost that. It's just now with the way the things are set up, you do want certain matchups, and when you don't get them, I mean, yeah, every now and then you get a Frazier who kind of takes over and it it switches the narrative to a certain degree. But in this one, everybody knew going in who the two people were going to be. Right. And when you don't get him, it kind of it, – it's a huge disappointment almost. Yeah. I mean, it's it's hyped up to be <laughs> Mayweather-McGregor. <laughs> and then all of a sudden you get Mayweather and me and you. And it's <laughs> – it, it's, it's, nobody signed up for that shit. So <laughs> it, it becomes a foregone conclusion. And you're just like, all right, well, thanks. But <laughs> now, you know, that, that's what I'm saying. Like, by promoting it as Judge versus uh, Stanton, you kind of lose stuff. Yeah, I agree. All right, let's see who we got on the line here. Hey, Craft Brew Sports, who's this? It's Bill. Ah, oh, Bill in San Diego. What's up, buddy? The the hey, premier fucker. the premier Conor McGregor hey, fan fucker. on this show. <laughs> How you doing, man? Hey, so... I'm doing good, man. Came back from a lot of work, but uh, I sorry I missed your last uh, show. That's all right. Uh, you you fuckers decided to do it on different days. So you missed us talking NFL about hot dogs, too. so you're fine. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, you could always go back and listen to it on SoundCloud or Stitcher or Google Play. But yeah, no, you missed the last I mean, I could, but no. <laughs> but I don't listen to you, so. But no. fuck you. <laughs> What's on your mind, man? I'm only here. Aggravate the fuck out of you. So, speaking of the whole home run derby, I was kind of impressed by this because I got to catch parts of it uh, while I was uh, out and about in bars and all that kind of stuff. I was not aware that there was a way to make baseball more fucking boring than it already is. <laughs> that shit is on par with golf. It's a bunch of these lazy fucks just swing at the ball. Make them at least chase that shit if it doesn't go outside of the fucking field. Make them get a little bit of exercise. They get paid fucking enough. <laughs> what the fuck? I'm just going to swing at the ball, ball leaves. Fuck, even golf, they got to walk after the goddamn thing. <laughs> I've never thought of it in terms I, of that. I mean, yeah, you, you make a, a valid point, uh, I guess, on that one, Bill. So your your idea of a more entertaining home run derby would be a guy hitting a ball, and if it isn't a home run, they have to run and get that ball. Make him outrun the pitcher. The pitcher gets it first, and he fucking loses a point. <laughs> Let's throw some competitiveness. Pitcher the gets a head start, though. The They're already 90 feet away. Out, you know, <laughs> with the bat, then he gets an extra point. You realize those guys pick their pitchers, right? So the pitcher would just like stand there and let the guy do it so that he doesn't lose a point. That's like the one, it was the one dude's dad was pitching to him. Wait, 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 wait. These fucks, these lazy pieces <laughs> of shit even get to choose the guy throwing the ball at him? I mean, it's a home run derby. The purpose of it is to try to hit home runs. So, yeah, they pick a guy who's going to lob some in there for him and just give him a bunch of meatballs that they can hit out of the stadium. 
How is this entertaining for you fuckwits? <laughs> fuckwits? Hold on a second. <laughs> okay, I will... You know what? Later, you know what I'm going to do? I'm going to do my own show, and I'm going to have girls just pour beer down my throat, and you guys can bet how many I fucking drink, and we'll have a competition. Because apparently that is what matters now. I would watch this. I'd, I'd be very intrigued by this show, Bill. First of all, damn it! Now I gotta do it. <laughs> First of all, I just want to see what girls you're able to pull in for this. Like, hey, but no, honestly, I was calling you guys to let you know that uh, your shipment of liquor ended up at my house because I was drunk as fuck and shipped it to my home. <laughs> I completely forgot that we were supposed to be expecting the shipment, but wait, you sent it to yourself? But, uh, yeah, it came to my house. I put my address. I was fucking drunk. What do you want? <laughs> That's even better than it making it to us. I'm confused where you when you woke up and saw a package in your front door and you were like, I didn't buy anything. <laughs> I, and I'm this gonna, is my uh, handwriting. If you want to be, uh, if we're going to be 100% honest, I opened it uh, or I opened the door, saw the package, saw the big label, says liquor's inside. I'm like, fuck yeah. Somebody hooked me up. And then it took me a good 15 minutes to go, wait, no. I'm fucking stupid. <laughs> that is fucking priceless. <laughs> Somebody hooked me up. Oh, nope. Wait, why did you put liquor inside on your label? Like, I thought you were supposed to hide that. I didn't think you were supposed oh, to no, no. advertise I, that liquor I ordered inside. the liquor from a company. They put a big sticker on the side. and said you had to be 21 and all that shit. So I got to remove that before I ship it to you. <laughs> oh, shit, dude. That is amazing. Yeah, we're looking forward to that because that's uh, that's going to be a good punishment for us coming up here. Uh, we appreciate what was the punishment. It's Bill sending us some crappy liquor. It's not good stuff. Oh, it's it's uh, we got to drink it. It's evil. It's going to be punishment liquor. I know, but we got to drink it. If you if you lose yep. it, yep. <laughs> yep. <laughs> oh, all right. So I think I think what we have to do is the first time it gets here, we each have to do a shot of it just okay. to. Just to say we just did to it. understand and how shitty it, it is, yeah, and then it All becomes right. a punishment going forward. And Bill's instructions were the one I forget what the one was, but he said don't ever do more than one shot of it, which is kind yeah, of yeah. Don't don't mix them. It's two different bottles. Do not do a shot of each back to back. You'll vomit. There you go. I'm not I'm not for vomiting. This so. is this is from the pro. This is a man who's experienced the vomiting. Well, all right. I have boot and rallied. I've called dinosaurs. <laughs> I've done it all. And this, this is some painful shit. Bill. It's pretty much paint thinner. Bill. <laughs> oh, Jesus Christ. God. Oh, Jesus Christ. Bill, I got to ask, man, do you still think that uh, Mayweather is going to lose to McGregor? I'm holding to it, and I'm holding to the bet with you guys. We'll make shit happen. I think it's going to happen simply because I'm stubborn as fuck, and I'm not going to back down at this point. <laughs> I like that mentality. Yeah, I, I am stubborn as fuck yeah, myself. It, right. I'm the same way. I'm like, no, that's what I said. So that's what I'm going to stick we, with. We know you're stubborn because you lose a lot of bets. So. You're goddamn right. From now on, I'm getting all my news from Katy Perry's booty hole. <laughs> it breaks more news than any other. <laughs> oh, news by outlet. the way, I have followed you on Twitter already with your new handle. Yes. Appreciate all that, right. Bill. <laughs> what email did you sign that Mind up you, I think it was mine. Mind you, I have followed you with a competitive handle. And we shall see who wins. Oh, shit. What handle did you follow us with? Go ahead. You can promote it. I don't mind. You'll find it. Nah, just go look at nah, your followers. Nah, You'll know which one it is. It. 
All right. Well, now I got to search while you're on the phone so that I you can hear me laugh at it. Katie P's booty hole. <laughs> also a funny search. <laughs> it is the best search. Uh, we got three followers. None of them are you. Bill, Bullshit. Did you follow? The, did you follow the right account? Is I'm it, following the account that has her big ass in a blue dress. Is there another Katy Perry's booty it? hole out there? None that I found. Oh. I will find you, Bill. Have you? Wait, have you tweeted anything yet? No, no tweets. Okay, then this is correct. Forty. We're following. Apparently, we're following the Cincinnati Zoo and Ellen DeGeneres. <laughs> what the? Fuck? Holy do you think? Fuck. Do you think the Cincinnati Zoo got that notification? They were like, "Katie P's booty hole." This is spam. <laughs> I I hope that nobody's sitting there monitoring the the followers for the Cincinnati Zoo. They are. They want to find out what people are saying about Fiona. They're adding people who are they're I, sliding into the DMs saying. of people who are talking shit about Fiona. Then they can come find my DMs because fuck that hippo. <laughs> fuck that hippo. All right. Tell, tell them to come holler at me. Tell Billy. tell Fiona to come holler at me. She's got her own beer. Bill, you She's got, got her own Twitter account. <laughs> fuck her. You got anything else for us? There you go. Now you're followed. My mistake. <laughs> <laughs> That's what I thought. Yeah. All right. Let's see. Let's refresh the page here. <laughs> Jesus Christ. Ooh, oh, you went, wait a second. Bill claimed at KP's underscore booty underscore hole. <laughs> <laughs> so it begins, motherfuckers. All right, bitch. The race is on. Fuck that username. It's my too hard to say anyways. My will all be about how McGregor's going to win. So that's <laughs> what's going to happen on this account. Yeah, well, we're going to break White Sox news on ours. <laughs> Bill, uh, thanks for calling, man. And uh, as always, fuck you. Yeah, love you, too. <laughs> I love it when he calls in. That was Holy awesome. shit. Uh, I can't believe he created a competing Katy Perry's booty hole Twitter account That's for ridiculous. us. That's the best. Uh, so okay, so Bill didn't like the Home Run Derby. I think it's, and we talked about this before. I still think the, the Home Run Derby is awesome. Well, and we talked about this before when we were trying to figure out like how to make baseball better. And one of the, one of the suggestions was from Alex, our former guest, uh, the hockey fan, who said... He wants to do away with extra innings and just have a home run derby instead of extra innings if the game's tied after nine. Just like the shootout. Right. Which makes it, you know, that indicates that he's excited about a home run derby, that he thinks it's fun to watch. The average person, I actually think, you know, I love baseball to death, but I, I do think that something like that, man, you want to talk about making things exciting. Imagine, so you're bitching about getting texts. Saying, ah, the Reds suck because, you know, Harper's hitting home runs on from left and right. But imagine getting a text every time, hey, such and such team versus such and such team is going to extra innings. Tune in now to see the Click. home run derby. I'm watching. Hey, you're tuning in immediately. Yep. Holy shit, the phone lines are blowing up. I love it. I love it. Is this it. Katie Perry? <laughs> Crap Come Root on. Sports, who's this? Katie. Motherfuckers. <laughs> no. Yes. <laughs> I was gonna say you have to be more specific. That is that is correct. Yeah, I figured as much. Hey, Mike. Yeah. Hey, Scott. This is Jim. What's going on, boys? <laughs> hey, Jim. Yay! 
<laughs> it's about goddamn time. Holy shit, man. Yeah. I've been waiting for you I to call in. We, on, buddy. we have fucking, we opened up this drug line and I expected you to be one of the first people to, holy shit. Is he we getting got, stepped on? Yeah. We're going to we're going to cancel this call. Sorry. Sorry to uh, whoever, whoever that, that was. was. Call back. Call back in a little bit. We've Holy got, shit, man. A, Blowing uh... the fuck up tonight. <laughs> but also, it. before we started the show, Mike was like, "Man, I sure hope people call in tonight, man." Uh, now I'm like, "Slow your roll, people. Somebody's <laughs> on the phone here." Uh, right. Jim, what's right. going on, bud? What's going on, kids? <laughs> <laughs> you know, Not a damn thing. You know, White Sox trade news. That's about it. Katy Perry's booty hole. <laughs> yeah, you know, I mean, Katy Perry's booty hole mentioning some trades that have nothing to do with Katy Perry's booty hole. But anyway, um, I was calling it. What is what's his name's hockey? Your friend, like Alex, he was talking about. Yeah, Alex talking about um ending extra innings in favor of yeah, yeah, yeah so, no, so it, uh, rather than dirty go, what the fuck r- rather than going like, to extra innings just at the end of nine is hey things are tied we're gonna pick one person from each team like, and you do a home run derby essentially like a shootout like in it, hockey. It, it drives me nuts and i will go ahead and admit that i am a national team soccer fan it drives me nuts that they go to a shootout at the end of a game, like at the end of the World Cup. Like to decide the World Cup, they go to a shootout. Well, so look at it from this Why? way. So you're a you're a soccer fan, right? Uh, and I'm guessing you're well, obviously a hockey fan. That, so like like U.S. U.S. national team, yeah, I'll, okay. I'll follow that. But are you a, are you yeah, anti else, are you yeah. anti shootouts in hockey too? I mean, as I far know you're a hockey as fan. regular season goes, that's fine. But if they went to a shootout to decide the Stanley Cup, fuck that. Okay, so your your issue with it isn't necessarily the the actual shootout happening or a home run derby happening to to decide a game. Your your issue with it is to decide an important game. So exactly. you're you're saying during the regular season that would be fine, but in the playoffs. Fucking keep exactly. Playing. Like no, but that's just like hockey. That makes total and sense. Save a bullpen. Yeah. That's fine. Yeah, I and I think well, that would be and and you got to yeah, look at it from this I wouldn't perspective want too. Playoff games or World Series games decided by this, but regular season games. Mm, let's yeah. go. And and I think that the point that Alex was making with that was he is a casual baseball fan, and the the question was more along the lines of how do you get those casual fans interested in the sport. Because, but I don't even think that would work because it hasn't worked with hockey and a shootout. How often does a hockey game go into a shootout, though? I'd say at least a third of the time, if not more. Yeah, I I don't know. I mean, I'm sure there's way more baseball games that are nothing, nothing, or one one or two two at the end of nine. Joe says that you need right. to get even and burn. And up. actually, burn, it burn it would almost. <laughs> I would almost think that baseball games lend themselves more to going into extra innings and extending the game more than hockey would because you have more players and it makes it more interesting. Like you've got a whole fucking bullpen like at your disposal. And when you play like a three or four game series, that makes the series itself more interesting 
if games one and two go into extra innings, you have to dip into the bullpen, blah, blah, blah. <laughs> and now you've created the storyline for games three and four. But is it really a storyline outside of the two cities that are playing? Like, let's say it's a, outside, let's say this I say, weekend. I, mean, I would say outside, outside of playoffs, of, that, of course period. it's not. Like, you look into the next series, it's only a storyline for games one and two for the next series, but... Yeah, I don't think... I mean, if you're looking at your home team, yeah, of course it's a storyline from series to series because if you have to go into extra innings for game three of series number one, your bullpen isn't nearly as available for games one and two of series number two. Huh. All right. I see. I mean, I, I get what you're saying. I understand that there's like an element of... Uh, and yes, it's it's kind of a long view, season long kind of uh, look at it, which to a casual fan probably isn't nearly as interesting because that doesn't affect game right now. But you know, I'm trying to create. I'm trying to be interested in baseball. All right. <laughs> I'm trying to be interested. All right. I'm so, sick of being interested in this boring ass sport. I want to be interested in baseball. Don't it's not me boring. This, Mike, all right. So, I'm trying to be interested in your goddamn sport. So most importantly, Jim, what would it take to get you interested yes, in baseball? There you go. Let's just skip past all of our suggestions and just say what is it that you would get interested in? Right. <laughs> Nothing, basically. Is that answer? Well, I mean, this is me coming from, I was a fan, and basically I'm being weaned off the game. You're being weaned off baseball? Yeah, pretty much. Why? Well, in, in complete uh, disclosure, it's because my team starts to suck. So, yeah, I'm being weaned <laughs> off the game. I, I mean, at least you're being honest about it. There's that. I'm being completely honest. Like, my team went from hey, we went to, it wasn't exactly back-to-back World Series, but it was close to we're not even making the playoffs anymore, so fuck it. You're a Tigers fan, right? Yes. Nice. Okay. I get it. I understand. I understand why you'd want to bail on the sport, but don't don't bail on the sport not, because of that. I'm not necessarily bailing on the sport. I'm just not even watching games. Like, I'll check in every now and then, like, hey, how are we doing? Hmm. All right. But all right, yeah. so there's nothing that will get you interested in baseball, is what you're saying. Well, unless my team's involved, no. Here's what I'm gonna do: I'm gonna pull an old gym, and I'm gonna start tagging you in every baseball video <laughs> that I can on Facebook every so, fucking day. <laughs> just so that you, you that just so that, that you have works. to see just so that, there's something interesting happening. Just so that you have to see every goddamn best. play from Bryce every, Harper from now till like, eternity. Probably at best once every third day. <laughs> <laughs> I'm gonna I'm gonna start I'm gonna start that at in process right there. <laughs> but you do have an advantage because I do have that inherent interest in Cincinnati living there for like four and a half years. So you can kind of pull from two teams and maybe even four teams because you have the Cincinnati team 
and whoever the fuck Cincinnati is playing, and then Detroit, and whoever the fuck Detroit's playing. <laughs> I was so confused how you got to that point. I was trying to make that. All I heard was jump. a bunch well, of whatever the so fuck. So, like, you've got highlights, <laughs> and instead of just, like, pulling from. No, 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 no. I'm giving you highlights, highlights from random shit like you've done to me. It's good. <laughs> I'm going exactly. to make it where you have to look right. people up like I've done, where I'm like, who the fuck is this even that he's talking about? <laughs> and, and then you're going to be like, least, oh, okay. I, Thing. Now, it. correct me if I'm wrong, but I think I was trying to at least nice. pull from the team that you were supposed to be pulling for this series or this year. No, you gave me uh, you anything gave other me, than you gave me posts from everybody. I got, I got. Oh, did I? Yeah, I, there were. Honest, I got I tagged. In, I, I got just, tagged in any highlight video like, you know that what? was there. But also, to be fair, you weren't even a fan of hockey before this season. That's a good point. That's fair. That's a fair point. So I'm just gonna try to get you to back pull, to being a. I'm trying to pull fan. your late ass into the sport. <laughs> <laughs> All right, Jim. Well, listen. We appreciate the call. I just you actually triggered this. So I'm glad you called in uh, because we just realized that Scott didn't, I didn't bring his ice. Down. <clears throat> actually, I realized it. Before we started the show, you motherfucker! I just didn't say oh, it. You son of a bitch! Just realized yeah. it. So, uh, stick around on the Facebook Live video because Scott's about to get iced. <laughs> no, I've been studying, <laughs> so, motherfucker. But before before you drop me and before this happens, I need to say this live on the line. Oh Jesus Mike, Christ! Yeah. Even Jesus if I'm worried, my team wasn't going to pull it off. I appreciate what you did for me. Yeah, uh, of reverse jinxing, and Scott. <laughs> Yes. Exactly. And Scott, mm-hmm. you need to go suck the last dick. <laughs> All right. Fantastic. Jim, thanks for calling, man. I appreciate it. So glad you called. Hey, expect expect more of this shit. Good. <laughs> I, I appreciate it. Thanks, Jim. <laughs> See I'll you, bud. Boy soon. <laughs> See you, bud. Jim, uh, bringing the heat. I know Joe wanted me to really roast him for, for all the burns, but it's all right. Uh, are you going to be all right doing this tonight, man? What do you mean? Are you going to be okay after these? Uh, these oh, you're asking the... about the seven and a half percent part? Yeah, yeah, I'll be fine. All right, good. Uh, then in that case, <laughs> yeah, that took a lot of convincing. <laughs> You'll be fine. Okay, good. <laughs> time to get iced. In that case, it is time for Scott to try to name. Oh, god damn it. Oh, damn. Uh, <laughs> Gotta delay this. Fuck. Crab Fruit Sports, who's this? Katy Perry's butthole. As your brother, you dick. Hey, buddy. You sound... Dude, has anybody ever told you you sound a lot like Conor McGregor? <laughs> Only when he's dude, drunk, though. He, he sounded so different live. It's crazy. <laughs> hey, I just want to let you know you are interrupting Scott about to get iced. No, that's fine, though. Ah, well, well, listen, I'll let you go. And I just... A couple things. Bill... Yeah. Was fantastic. Fuck you guys for shitting on his home run derby thing. That was awesome. I just think if the batter beats the pitcher, the pitcher should have to fight Floyd Mayweather's transvestite dad. Jesus. <laughs> and dude, enough with the hockey shit. I wanted to kill myself listening to that shit. That was fucking terrible. I'm never gonna get that whatever three minutes back in my life. I almost fucking drowned myself in the bathtub. It was fucking terrible. Fuck hockey. Cue Jim calling back in about 30 seconds. 
cue Jim calling back up now. <laughs> Wait, you said fuck home run derby? Fuck Jim too. <laughs> yeah, fuck, nah, fuck the home run derby. I'll do shit. I'm with Bill. Fuck the home run derby. Fucking go run out there and fight each other or whatever. That's awesome. That dude was fantastic. <laughs> Holy shit. I bro. And you guys should drink. Listen, you guys should both. I don't care what he says. You should switch it up so you guys both puke on Facebook Live. <laughs> that would be that would be epic. You know your that sister. Would take the show to you the know, new level. You know your sister in law. You know she would not appreciate uh, Scott and I puking here in the speakeasy. Uh, sure, she's good. upstairs. She won't know. <laughs> <laughs> oh shit! She's not gonna watch this, is she? <laughs> The calls and, have been fucking listen, listen, awesome. I'll let you guys go, best. Scott. Despite what Jim said, you should suck more dicks. <laughs> I can't wait. I'm on it. All right, thanks, big bro. Bye. <laughs> Taking one on the chin tonight. What the fuck? What is happening? Tonight? I have no idea. Fuck me. I hope every show is like this. From Justin Biflin. <laughs> No, no. <laughs> it's Dustin Bifflin. Oh, motherfucker. Right, I'm going to give it to you. I'm going to give it to you. Dustin, Dustin Bifflin. No. Uh, Scott already blew, already blew okay. it. It's Dustin Bifflin. Good. Go ahead. Keep uh, going. Uh, PK Subban. <laughs> which is the telltale sign. Evander Kane. Yeah. Darnell Nurse. Uh, Wayne Simmons. Yeah, there you go. Uh, uh, no, 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 no. The, the, I'm not doing no, anything. I, I'm, I'm, like, I'm thinking the one last week that we ended on that I was like, oh, oh, that was the Devonte Smith Pelly. There you that go. That was the one where last week I was like, damn it, I thought I said that one but didn't. Nope, you got him now. Um, see, uh, Vander Kane, the one that I always associate with Vander Kane. Oh god damn it. Who keeps calling? I don't I don't know. We're gonna take it. I'll give you some time to think. Fine. Craft Root Sports. Who's interrupting Scott getting iced? Who is the intelligent man that just called in? <laughs> god damn it, Bill. Well educated. God damn it, Bill. Smart man. You fucked everything up here, Bill. <laughs> Scott was about to get iced. You fucked it all up. Oh, he can still drink it, the little fucking panty waist. He's only had like three or four beers. Tell him to sack up and fucking drink it. I just want to make sure you understand that was a quality caller, and you better respect that man. His point of views were insightful and clearly intelligent. That's my brother. God I'll be it. sure to I'll be sure to let him know, Bill. All right, All right I'll talk to you later. <laughs> Jerome again, though. Uh, Pierre. Edward Bellamare. I hope this is the week you end it because this would be the best way to end this. Uh, um, Do you want me to give you who you've gotten so far since you've Yeah, been did I say Wayne Simmons? You did say Wayne Simmons. Okay. Here's who you have so far. All right. You have Devontae Smith-Pelly, mm-hmm. Pierre-Edouard Bellamare, Wayne Simmons, Evander Kane, P.K. Subban, Dustin Biflin, Darnell Nurse, Jerome McGinley. God damn it! <laughs> <laughs> what, Vic? <laughs> I just want to say thanks, Bill. You're awesome, dude. <laughs> I feel like I'm kidding.
Vic. Get, 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 get off the phone, Vic. <laughs> episode we've ever done oh this my god this is such a fucking train wreck i love every minute of it <laughs> thank you bill and vic god damn it okay where uh, were we <laughs> naming black players Devonte smith belly pierre edward oh, oh, uh, jt brown yep ah shit somebody else call in <laughs> Don't tell him that. Don't call in. My brother will absolutely call in again. All Are you right, done? You tapping I'm, out? I'm the, that's all. You I miss got. Seth Jones. You miss Seth Joshua Hosang. Trevor Daly. Fuck, no, that's the one that I was thinking of from last week. Kyle Ocposo, Johnny Oduya, Ryan oh Reeves, my God. Anthony Duclair. Ah! <laughs> Half of that list I know and just didn't say. It didn't come to mind. Two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine. Just shy of the fifty percent mark again. Fuck. <laughs> So that means Scott's getting iced. Uh, we always knew it was coming. That's why I ran upstairs to get one. <laughs> like it was. Yeah, some if you secret. were confident, are, are we miking? Are we miking up my burps again? No, I don't want to mic it up, but I will let a caller be on while you while you get iced. Hey, Craft Brew Sports, who wants to listen in while Scott's getting iced? Um, so thank you very much for that. You're welcome. Uh, nice to meet you. Clearly, they're good people in that family. Now you guys have a good day. All right. Thanks, Bill. Appreciate it, man. (laughs) For fuck's sake. I love it so much. What the hell was this? Well, I was going to try to play Ice Ice Baby because fuck it. Why not? And uh, that was an ad on YouTube. Okay, cool. Well, here we go. Yep. All right. So here's Scott getting iced. The blue ice, he's still got several more of these to get through. I feel like he's not going to be able to finish this six-pack before... Uh, the the punishment's over. There's only two more. Oh, okay. So you are gonna have to buy another one. How do you, how do you feel after that icing? Same as always. Fucking <laughs> sucks ass. <laughs> Jesus. It's. I gotta be honest. From my. Did I tell you that one of my coworkers said he had to buy a six pack of this and that it wasn't that bad? Are you serious? I I, I, told, I looked him straight in the eye and was like, "Fuck you." It's disgusting. <laughs> Who the fuck is calling now? Vic, what do you want to say to Bill? Hey, seriously, though. Seriously. <clears throat> Great way to to move the show forward and make it better. More Bill, less of you, Michael. <laughs> this is also And bye, Vic. <laughs> oh, my God. Dude. This is, uh, what Ooh. else were we going to talk about tonight? I don't even, I've lost. We were going to bitch about the All-Star game. Uh, we are going to bitch about done. Robinson Cano walking off in the All-Star <sighs> game, but that was just because he's a dirty fucking Yankee. That's done. Yeah, the All-Star game, nobody cares about the, it anymore. Did you watch the ESPYs? No, because, <laughs> yeah, exactly, okay, right there. Here's the thing. You, you put that mention, and I thought, I mean, I don't know why it's a thing. It's, uh, dude, I don't understand how people are still Tuning in the SBs. However, wait, hold on. I did watch the the monologue. I knew that was the only thing because at this point, that's the only thing worth watching. And Tyson had sent us the message and said something about Peyton Manning being worse. And I thought that, no, he that crushed was, it. Yeah. Well, no, no, no. I didn't think he crushed it. But when well, you compared okay, him yeah, to John com- Cena, compared to Cena, John Cena, 
was so god awful. Dude, John is, that, John Cena's monologue was the worst was, thing I've ever. Well, I wasn't watching it, and so I've seen a lot of open mic comedy. When Tyson, that was the worst thing I'd ever heard. <laughs> when Tyson mentioned, "Oh, hey, you know, I didn't think anybody could be worse than John Cena," I thought, "Oh man, Peyton must have been really bad." But I'm like, "Oh, Peyton, he's been on Saturday Night Live. He's usually pretty funny. I mean, he's got the cut the meat commercials. I mean, come on, yeah. he's he's got a few funny bits." So it must have been pretty bad. And then I watched it and I thought Tyson was on crack. Dude, the the Kevin Durant Tyson joke is a was... white motherfucker. <laughs> Cause that The Kevin Durant joke. The was Kevin my Durant joke thing. alone was That worth was my the favorite thing of... I had ever heard. Well, that was the worth the price admission. I don't even yeah. know really I can't remember anything else he really said. I, I remember some of the other jokes that he made. And then everybody wanted to talk about, oh, Julian Edelman got up there and burned him. Whatever. Yeah, Julian Edelman, Johnny come fucking lately with his Patriots right. love later on. But <laughs> overall, I, I I thought that he did a good job comparable to most hosts on the SBs. Definitely way better. I also like the skit that he did where he was in the retirement home. He was in a retirement home, and he, was, he had like a feud going with some old lady named Ruth who turned out to be Tom Brady's grandma. That ended up being a pretty nah. funny skit. Uh I thought the monologue was great. I saw one dude uh, posted on Facebook, why are why do we care about athletes jerking <laughs> each other off? Which I guess is a valid point, but couldn't that be said about any award show ever? That it's just that. My, bu- my buddy Clay just said, can't stop watching. <laughs> <laughs> Which means we're doing an excellent job of whatever the fuck we're doing. So this, this show has devolved <laughs> so much in this episode. Uh, Clay, I just want to say, you've tuned in on one of our best yet because <laughs> it's been a complete shit show with all the calls and everything. I mean, coming into this episode, we thought there might be a lack of content, and instead, no, it's been giant <laughs> I like that Clay said, but I, I really just really want, want to, to stop. stop watching. No, that and that totally makes sense. <laughs> you should really want to stop watching, but the fact that you can't means... We're doing our jobs? <laughs> I don't fucking know. Oh, I'm just looking forward to the spinoff series. Uh, Bill and my brother doing their own podcast called just uh, We're Drunk. <laughs> and it's just the two of them yelling at us for an hour and a half. Oh, wow. <laughs> it's been a night. Anyways, uh, Espy's. I, I didn't think Peyton Manning was here's here's where I feel like we we miss the boat every year with the ESPYS. Wait, real quick before you go into that, I just want to okay. say so the overall questions asked, did you watch the ESPYS? And my answer, and everybody says, eh, well, you'd watch it if you cared about. It. No, I don't like award shows in general. It doesn't matter what it is. Award yeah. shows to me can go fuck themselves for anything. Sports, movies, yeah. television, all of it. I just don't like award shows. I think they're I'm with you on that. Crap Root Sports, who's this? Katie Perry's butthole, please. Hey, it's Clay. Hey, Oh, Clay. shit. Hey, what's up, buddy? How's it going, man? Thanks hey, for, thanks for sticking it out. In with, like, am I allowed to call in with real talk, or do I have to be like drunk and talking about <laughs> these guys that are also calling in? No, 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 no. That's... You that's totally the best thing in. about the yeah. drunk line is you can call up you and do talk whatever about you want, whatever man. the hell you want. So go ahead. Line is yours. Cool. So I actually think the SBs like get award shows right because it's not just the athletes jerking off into a mirror <laughs> like the Oscars, the Tonys, and yada yada yada. The whole night's about like the V Foundation. And, you know, they're, they're telling all these different stories about, like, you know, 
former athletes or like athlete adjacent people, soldiers and doing that kind of thing. So I like really enjoy what's going on that night. I don't know if anybody else thinks the same thing. No, I think you make a good point about that because I, I hadn't really considered that. That is really the only award show that takes into account kind of like issues that, that are meaningful. Well, and it's funny that Clay called in because I saw his Facebook message that he said this like exact same thing about it. And I, I was going to comment until I got to the part where it was like, you know, but it actually mentions the V foundation and does all that. And I thought, you know what? That actually does make a good point. Whereas I ignore it and just throw it away as just another award show. It does actually serve the week long purpose. And ESPN does put their money where their mouth is as far as cancer research and promoting all this stuff. And then it is just this culmination where they have this award show, but leading up to it. And even during the show, they do do that stuff for cancer research. So I guess that is a very valid point yeah. that it, it does serve some sort of what, purpose. What I will concede on is that, like, fuck them canceling around the horn and all this shit so I can watch three hours of, like, the red carpet <laughs> of, like, all these, you know. Yes. Like, that I don't well, care about. I think I feel like that's a problem with sports in general lately. Like even the Super Bowl is doing their like red carpet coverage leading up to the Super Bowl, and they're like I feel like sports are just pandering to the female demographic or to people who are like they're. I I just feel like that all all of that shit can go away. Well, that's that's where I get annoyed with award shows is it's not just the award shows it's all the stuff leading up to it it's right. the extra performances and you get all sorts of people who say well i just watch it for the performances but they're fucking liars and so with this one it just seems like another one and they've added that whole red carpet element and it kind yeah. of I, I don't want to say it takes away from the whole cancer research thing but it it does in a certain yeah. sense it just it does yeah it's all of that it, the it focus gets, shifts yeah all of a sudden i forget it or i i lose sight of that because they're doing everything else just like a regular award show clay let me ask you a question man uh next year at the espies do you think the best sports story goes to katie perry's booty hole <laughs> um i'm gonna I'm going to take a no comment on that. <laughs> I feel like it's a no doubter. <laughs> that booty hole has right, got that left up. Thanks, right, Clay. Thanks, Appreciate thanks the, call, the call, bud. <laughs> a real call. That was uh, weird. That I was just going to say, I didn't even know how to react to <laughs> an actual call. I like how he's like, am I allowed to do this? Or I, is... You know what, though? I'm glad that he asked. Maybe there's people out there that are thinking the same exact thing yeah, about Clay. Yeah, no. It's... Hey, they just want fucking idiots who are just going to no, clown and next we'll to take no. whatever, man. No, please. We can get serious. We can do it. We'll be a little drunk while we're talking about it, but we could be serious. Well, it's not even that. I'm perfectly fine with t- talking about actual topics. It's yeah. just that most of the calls we get happen to be just people wanting to fuck around. So, which is all right. You just you, you get if you, you just play around, around in the sludge that, that you're given. <laughs> <laughs> I think Clay makes a good point, though. I never, I never had really considered no, about and, the, like I said, he, and that's the only award show that does that. Right. No other award show has like this he, higher purpose. He had said it on Facebook. That's a good point. And I, I, I saw it, and before I finished reading it, I. I just read, you know, the beginning part. We said I love the SBs, and I wanted to go in thinking uh, I just want to make snarky comment about, yeah, hey, it's just another award show. I don't like it just as much as I don't like the rest. And then 
I didn't because as I read further, he said, you know, they do this and they do the V Foundation and it's not just the usual. Holy crap, right. these lines are blowing up tonight. Craft Root Sports, who's this? I think that was very insightful for Clay. I think that he had made some really good salient points. And Thanks, Bill. I personally <laughs> am curious to what Vic would have to say on that as well. Oh, fuck you. One- fuck you, Bill. I'm hanging up on you. I'm hanging up on you because I know what you're doing on that one. Fuck you. God damn it. It worked. No, this isn't Vic. Oh, Craft Root Sports, who's this? Are y'all doing drunk line shit? Yeah, bro. <laughs> Are y'all doing drunk line shit? <laughs> Is this money? Y'all, y'all know who this is? Yes, money. Yeah, I was going to say, money, I know money, who money, this money, is this money, time. Money, 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 team. <laughs> Come on with it. What's Come up, buddy? We're going to let you bang. What's up, Blake? <laughs> oh, man. Let me bang, bro. Let me get it. Blake, I don't know if you're just tuning in, man, but this has been a fucking shit show from the jump. Oh, so it's been like the press conferences. Let's run it back. Okay, what's been going on? Well... <laughs> There's been a lot of beer drinking, and then there's just been a lot of, this is the drunk line, so people have just been calling in and just saying a lot of shit. We've actually, like, at this point, I need oh. to get, we need to get two callers to just call each other, because they're just calling the show to talk to each other. Oh, my God. Oh, it's turning to that show already, huh? All right, well. Yeah. I love it. Glad I, I can fuck, do it. I'm not going to lie. I fucking love it. It's my favorite show that we've done so far. <laughs> Outside of Bronson Arroyo, this is, like, number 1B. I love it. Oh, I so love what's it, up, man. man? Oh man, you know I am just tuning in. You know, I, you know, uh, day after my birthday, um, tomorrow's Happy my girlfriend's birthday. birthday. She so got back from you know, Happy birthday, some drinks. Uh, you know, not too many drinks. Thank you. Yeah, thank you, man. Glad to glad to talk to y'all day after my birthday. Today's Conor McGregor's birthday. Happy birthday uh, to to him. I didn't even know that. I'm it's the first a, birthday. Such a fan. I, I, his first of his birthday. I haven't been a fan of his, so it it pains me. You know, but um, I'm sure we're going to get there in a little bit. But, yeah, man, it's been great. It's, you know, crazy with the, you know, last week, the the 4th of July. Shout out to America. This week's my birthday, my girlfriend's birthday. Shout out to us. So, you know, it's just been crazy, man. <laughs> Blake, what's your what's your take on the press conferences so far? Because there's, okay. there's been some uh, – uh, you're you and we'll preface it by saying you are a Mayweather fan. You you are a hundred percent in the camp that Mayweather is going to win this fight, no doubt about it. How do you think these uh, yeah, press conferences saying, have been going? Just saying it from the get go. My, my nickname, Money Blakeweather. Um, obviously, I put out a video um, the day of my birthday. Um, that check that out. About, at you know, kind of break down the first two press conferences. So everybody should go check that out. Go to Loaded Joe's MMA podcast. Go check that out. Um, but uh, I really just talk about um, it was really kind of one in one just because Connor felt very lost in the first one, you know, Floyd kind of came out, you know, did way better than I even thought. And I'm a Floyd Mayweather fan. Like, I didn't think, you know, Connor was going to kill him, but I didn't think he was coming out like that. Connor stole the show in in, in Toronto, but the Toronto show set up Floyd Mayweather to come out and do really good in New York. And then today's was cool. Um... I, it just it felt empty. It felt like they were just saying shit just to say shit. Yeah, that's what we um, said earlier that it just felt la- like they I ran was, out I of gas. I laughed at today. everything. Like, don't get me wrong. I love Connor shit and I love Floyd shit, um, but it just felt it felt like a, I, the best explanation I can give you is like when you go to fast food 
and you're like, you know, I want this Chick-fil-A really bad today. I'll use Chick-fil-A. Everybody loves Chick-fil-A, hopefully. Uh, Scott, you're black. You know what I'm talking about. And, <laughs> well, uh, I was actually going to so say it, that. I was actually going to say I mean, I know I love Chick-fil-A, but go ahead. <laughs> Jesus. So, uh, <laughs> um, so, you know, you go to Chick-fil-A, you're like, man, it's, uh, and then you get home and you eat it. And then you're like, you know what? Didn't even, they, I thought I wanted Chick-fil-A. This didn't even hit the spot because you know why? They didn't cook it with love. It was like the press conference today. You got what you got. Everybody got what they wanted. They didn't put it with love like they did the first three days. So uh, I think that's the way I felt, man. But you, uh, you know what? If you're going to think you're gonna they score, it, it's two and two. It's two and two. Do you think they should have just done one press conference closer to the fight rather than this, like, four-city tour that they did? Oh, so I'm going to drop some knowledge on your thing, man, because y'all don't sound like boxing fans. They do a press conference the Wednesday of the fight. And actually, the coaches are there. Steve, Roger, and Floyd Sr. are going to talk some shit to John Kavanaugh and Owen Rowdy, who are uh, Owen Rowdy, who who are Connor's coaches, and they ain't going to have shit to say. Right. Uh, I mean, I, I think I tell people, man, I'm 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 from the different side of the tracks. Like I, I you know, I I was raised really good, you know, and stuff like that. I don't even get in my story. I was raised on a different side of the tracks. So when I go to my old neighborhood and hang out with my friends you know, um, a lot of black people, a lot of Mexicans, and you try roasting them, and I'm good at roasting people, trust me, they roast you on a different level. <laughs> they're, about, they're, about to get, they're about to get roasted. There's a reason that when, when Connor went to Toronto, he said, fuck the Mayweathers, because he knows this whole thing is not, it's not about Floyd. It's about all the Mayweathers. Yeah. They all come in after his ass. <laughs> so he knows these things, you know what I'm saying? And, and, uh, you know, they come, they come and attack, like, like Floyd said day one, they come and attack that ass. You know, you talk the shit to, to you know, Uncle Sam, you, America coming for you, son. Um, so, it, you know, that's my entertaining side, but that my, that's my take on it. You know, it was, it was what it was. Did you want to score it? Great. Uh, I hope everybody out there got some good entertainment. Um, but I got what I needed out of it. I got the looks I needed, and I think Floyd did too. Well, and, uh, from, and not from, only from that, so McGregor. so McGregor is, you know, he's he's known for his like boisterous press conferences and this like crazy persona that he puts on. So, do you think, like, obviously, part of McGregor's game is trying to get under somebody's skin at this press conference? Do you think he's even able to do that with Floyd, or do you think Floyd just no, no, relishes no, that? No, 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 no. Uh, and here's the reason why. I mean, um, Connor's really just. Uh, He's like a Frankenstein monster of different fighters that Floyd's fought throughout his career. He's been to enemy territory before. You know, when he fought Canelo, he actually went to Mexico City. When he fought Ricky Hatton, he actually went to Manchester to do press conferences. And it was a crowd booing him. And Ricky Hatton had a mouth on him. Um, if you go back and watch his press conferences, Ricky Hatton throwing little jabs at him. And Floyd's doing the same. He's just laughing. Or, he's, he's, he's you know, he's looking like it's not phasing him. He's, like, paying attention to something else. And that's mental because – your whole point of you trying to make jokes is for somebody to get a reaction. And when yeah. the other person's reaction is they're laughing at, at you or they're not paying attention to you. Dude, that gets so rough. You're not getting the reaction that you want. So you've got to keep going harder and keep going harder. And while the jokes may be funny, it's it's like much it's very much like George Foreman and Ali. Lance Ali and Ali just against the ropes and Ali at one point pulls him and said, That's all you got, big boy And and George Foreman talks about this all the time when he commentates. He's like and when Ali told me that, I was thinking in my head, yep, that's all I got. You know, like, so it's very much like this. Like, yeah. Floyd's like, give me your best. Come on, let's go. Let's go. And there's a reason uh, people are like, why did he keep repeating what he's saying? 
there's a reason he's repeating what he's saying in every press conference. Um, what he's doing is he's setting themes in Connor's head. He's planning subconscious um, notes. And the subconscious notes that he's planning is, uh, I'm better than you. I'm richer than you. You're not the boss. Anywhere I go, I own it. And also, um, you know, I've been, I, I am the establishment and you've been beat before. You're a quitter. You're not going to beat the establishment. And that's what he repeats every single time. Every single time. It's the, he plays the long game. He's not about the short blitzing. People were disappointed with some of the press conferences because Connor didn't come with it. He's, he's a blitz. He's a blitz attacker by, by the way he fights. He's a blitz attacker by the way he talks. He can't keep that up. And if he's going to fight any way of the way he's debating, this is a telltale sign for that. I'm sorry. Well, dude, you have the insight, man. You are the the go to on it, so I I appreciate uh, your thoughts on it. Because <laughs> I, I, I never would have broken it down that your way. Fans. I want to touch on one thing for your fans. There's a lot of them were like, "Well, why didn't Connor bring up the assault charges?" Y'all can hear me on a lot of previous podcasts talk about this. Uh, going to MMA on the rock there before the press conferences, and I let it be known. I have some inside sources that say it's in the contract. You cannot bring up the assault. Yeah, the fighters I was wondering about that. Charges. I was wondering about that okay. if, if there was if it it's, was it's something. In the, it's written. in the contract, but the fighter can't bring it up. But their coaches and promoters, they still can. So if you go to, to Connor's his, his coach Coach Kavanaugh, he's got a tweet that said you know it's kind of referencing Floyd, not by name, but it says you should have stuck to strippers and beaten women. You've awoken a beast. <laughs> yeah. Goddamn. <exactly. laughs> Holy shit, man! The coaches are bringing fire. That's amazing. Yeah, but that's okay. That's not the first coach either. Again, bits yeah. and pieces. Frankenstein monster. There was Robert Guerrero's dad he came out at a, at the press conference during the fight week, and he came out. He's like, "Y'all guys want to support this woman beater? Y'all guys like women beaters?" He's like, "We're gonna beat the woman beater." That shit was hilarious. I heard that multiple times this week. Lebetard played it. Yeah, but but so that but you see that you see what I'm saying. Like it's it's only coaches and promoters can do it. Yeah, not the fighters. The coaches and promoters didn't sign the contract, so that's why Connor couldn't bring it up, and he will never bring it up. Well, He's and you know, obligated not to. You know, McGregor would be the type that would totally bring that. Exactly. That would have been the first thing he brought. Exactly. Yeah, he wouldn't have even he wouldn't have done anything but that. Like the fact that he went exactly. to the you can't read. Like the, that, he went there. He one hundred percent would have brought that up. Right, right. And so, I mean, it, you know, a lot of people are asking that question, and that's that's the reason why I've, I've been saying this though. Like, I, I know I got some inside sources, um, so I'm just letting people know that's 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 the way it is. Money Blake, so, part yeah, of the I, team. Money Blake <laughs> got the inside. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Coffee Basket Robbins. I got 32 flavors, baby. Let's let's run it. Blake, you're the that's fucking the second man. time Baskin Robbins has <laughs> yeah, gotten brought up on this fucking yeah, show. And Blake wasn't even listening earlier. Go fucking figure. That's amazing. Nope. <laughs> We're on the same level. We're on the same level, man. All right. Well, Blake, I'm thanks for calling in, bro. I got I to gotta continue with my night. Y'all keep having a great night, though. All right, bud. Thanks, thanks man. for calling Appreciate in, man. It. Later. <laughs> Money Blake. God, I love that, man. Uh, go check him out. Loaded Joe's MMA podcast. Uh, Loudmouth Boxing. He's he's clearly and dude he is like breaking down this fight and he knows his shit. I mean, it, 
Yeah. It's not anything that you're, you you wouldn't absolutely get anywhere, but it's the insight from, you know, boxing people who follow this. Right. Who's that, who, you know. Well, and that's the thing. Blake follows boxing and MMA. He's seen both worlds. Like, right. This, this fight is very polarizing where it's like MMA fans who are like, no, Connor's going to win because it's just boxing, blah, blah, blah. And then it's boxing fans who are like, no, you don't even understand how it goes. And there's. There's not this overlap in the and right. Blake is the overlap who's well, like no you guys don't get and it. And I think you know for the average fan or the average person cuz I didn't even tell you this. So earlier in the week Cheryl mentioned to me, "Hey, we're going to watch the fight, right?" And I thought that's how mainstream this has gotten. My wife said we should get it. Yeah, I, I, mean, I, I thought I, I'm like, I told her about the press conferences and she, she was like, we should get that fight. She knows that I don't even watch boxing yeah. or MMA. Uh, this isn't new. The fact that she came to me tells me how big this has gotten. But then I told her, what's the point? Because, I mean, this, yeah. and this isn't something that I need to get from anybody else. It's just, just from knowing sports. What's the point? It's not going to be a good fight. Yeah. Everything that you need to see is happening right now. Right. Everything after this is going to be a huge disappointment. And she hit me back with the, but you never know, which is all that this fight is that's, clinging uh, yeah, on. That's, yeah, th- I exactly. Mean, th- I feel like that should be the tagline well, to this it, fight yeah. is, but you never know. Mayweather McGregor, you never know. Yeah, because <laughs> I, I, that's all that there is, is this is going to be a complete floor sweeping for all intents and purposes for Mayweather. It's, but I, I think mean, what's going to happen there's is this, there's this. I think what's going to happen is these people, these MMA fans who are used to action and are used to grapple, ground and pound, like they're they're used to fighting constantly, are going to tune in and and be bored by Mayweather. Well, they absolutely fighting defensively, but and that's but that's what Mayweather does. He's a defensive fighter. But I would hope that they would know better going in because it's not anything that's. A surprise. This isn't going to be the first time that yeah. Mayweather's fought like this, or this isn't going to be the first time that you've seen him do things like this. So, right. let, let's go to consumer. Cons- <laughs> I mean, <laughs> this show. This show, this show has small. been amazing, uh, and part of the reason why this show has been amazing is because of you. this beer. No, no, no. I mean, it's been because of this beer, but it's been because of you. Listen, right it, now, uh, all of uh, you yes. calling. This is what we wanted from the drunk line people. It took a long time for it to go to get off the ground. I think it people took are a while, catching on like, yeah, to what I mean, we're looking for. Yeah. You understand now what the show can be and what we want the show to be is <laughs> you calling. I mean, yes, we don't want you calling from back and forth across <laughs> coasts to, to antagonize one another and support I'm each other. Cool with that. I'm hey, cool with that. <laughs> that's fine, but I don't want that every week. That, that'll get a little old. But seriously... Call in. It makes the show so much better. And you want to pretend to be someone else? Do it. <laughs> and I mean, <laughs> you're part of the show. I mean, you're just part of the show. It just it makes everything better. So. And and to Clay's point, you can be a dick and make jokes and whatever, and we'll play along that way. Or you can have a serious question and and legit stuff and we'll go that route too like we <laughs> holy, don't give a shit holy shit cheryl is still paying attention to this show and she just said maybe i just want to see if he's black from the waist down <laughs> <laughs> referring to mcgregor i one i thought she was long gone sleep and two wow good to know dear 
Good to know. <laughs> That's amazing. That's hilarious. <laughs> All right, man. Well, this week we got Dogfish Head Flesh and Blood IPA. Consume. Consume. Holy shit, this is this a good beer? This beer is fantastic. This, this might be my favorite IPA I've ever had. This not only is my favorite IPA that we've ever had on the show, but yes, it might be my most yeah. favorite IPA, period. It even it, it completely masks the taste of getting iced. Yeah. It's yeah, it, when when I get iced on uh, you can't it speak lingers. For this, so so shut the fuck up for a minute. <laughs> you can't understand how awful it is to have to deal I, with that. And people I think mean, people think that I'm just right. doing this and it's a, it, I'm coming really not. I'm coming from the place of I've mixed in other things. I really would like to not get iced every week, but if I'm going to Usually the beer doesn't really mask the taste of the ice. I, I have this lingering flavor. Yeah. Once I do it, it just I still taste it. I took the ice and then still had a good third, two thirds of a beer left. Completely made me forget about it, dude. It's such a good. Again, I, I said it. Killed it. I said it at the beginning of the show. Like, if you like hoppy beers, this does not have any hop flavor. And Ooh. Three beers deep, still no hot flavor to it. Like, but it, we also said once we found out, seven point five, it caught up. Yep, I think it was probably around like Bill or Vic's second call that it really kind of started <laughs> hitting me, and I was like, oh okay, I was starting to feel well, this. It, but it didn't hit me in a uh, a hard way. It just it hit me in that oh, I, I don't need an entire six or right. anything of this yeah, to yeah, like, yeah. feel. I it, it was just a reckon. Recognition that hey, this is seven and a half, and we said it when we first started. Oh shit, this is seven and a half. This will probably sneak dangerous. up on us. It's a dangerous the flavors beer. Flavors are all there, but man, it is so good. It I, really is. I, I'm telling you, this is how a- IPAs were meant to be born. Yeah, so like legit, if you are afraid of IPAs because you know they're hoppy, you know <laughs> they've got that bitter taste. This is the IPA you need to drink. Because holy shit, man. So good. Fucking consuming the fuck out of it. Absolutely consume. It's yep. a double consume and not even a thought of it. Nope. I <laughs> I mean, anybody who listened to the beginning of the show knew that was a double consume. <laughs> Blake wanted to tell Cheryl that he's not black from waist <laughs> down. But he's going to get some black eyes. Oh. <laughs> Blake keeping it all the way real. I mean, he's Irish. I know what it's like from the waist down. It's not not anything to write home about. I don't want to know what that's like. <laughs> anyway, thanks for tuning in to uh, Crap Root Sports. In all honesty, holy Ooh. shit, what an episode, dude. Wow. This was, this was one of those where I was like, mm, this could be brutal. This went from maybe this will be an all right episode to... Whew. It was. This is the one you it want was, everybody to tune in. Yep, to. I will be. Yeah, share this right episode after with Brownson. everybody. Make sure you guys follow us on Twitter at CraftBSports. You can follow Scott at ScottyK underscore Junior. Follow me at Mike Burlon. Keep hitting up the drunk line. Hold wait, 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 wait! But also, yeah, follow Katie's at Katie P's booty hole. There it is. Don't follow the. Don't, don't follow, follow the, the other KDP's imposter. Underscore don't booty follow underscore anything hole. with an underscore. If there's an underscore, it doesn't count. At KDP's Except booty for hole. That's true. That's the only <laughs> underscore that matters. Uh, thank you, guys. Thank you. Thank you so much. Thanks this to was, everybody. God damn it. Up. This was such a good show. Thank you so much. Uh, tune in next week. We'll be right back here Friday. We got some guests coming up. 
maybe next week, definitely two weeks from now. And then we're looking at going on the road again. Fucking just follow us on Facebook, on Twitter, uh, and you'll, you'll see know where we'll everything be. that's coming up. Cheers, everybody. Peace. <laughs>